I'm over here now. Pardon the interruption, no need for introduction. It's the drunken monk. Turn this shit up a little something. I'm bucking, up in smoke, sipping Bacardi till I'm giving my car keys to Jimmy Ferrari. And we out, about to go jump in a mosh pit full of hundreds of hot chicks saying something obnoxious like, I gotta put my foot in your ass permit. When I'm done, I'll cook you in a Brooklyn blast furnace. Here now. We're over here, here now. now. That's where we're at. We're at Ellen Beach, my first time here. Yes. Part two with Craig ahead. And the, the uh, actually, dude, this is technically the Jerry Farley's third appearance on the show. Third appearance? You had your own solo you one. You can't actually see him, so he's not appearing or speaking. Well, you know what I'm saying. I know. It's not, it's not a visual podcast. And then there's the one that you did on the 50th, the 50th episode when we were at the studio. Oh, you've been on this thing three times, too. These poor people behind Oh, my me. God. They're going to be annoyed by this. Why? Because we're talking. We're allowed to talk. We're in a public right. place, and we're recording. All right, all right. It's all right. Everybody else tone it down, or else they're going to be, you know, on there. All right, take it easy. Yeah, around the block. I, I lived here for a few years, and I literally would come at the end of the night, because in the summer, they're... I still haven't been to a more right. And everybody, this is Craig's first time at L&B. <laughs> Look at the faces, man. You got to see the faces, man. It's a little, yeah. It's a little, it's, 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 it's surprising. Almost, yeah, it's a little surprising. It's almost like I, I have the face like I smell it's something. It's not that surprising. You know, this is like Coney Island. I, I'm from, like, North Queens. Yeah, yeah that's my Queens guys. They're kind of like the Staten Island guys of, 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 of Long Island. You know, they don't really venture out past. Not at all. Like, they're like, huh. we're in North Queens and we, we go to Manhattan. Most populated. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really venture as Coney Island. Biggest variety of terrain. <laughs> of terrain. Terrain. Oh, terrain. It's a, a microcosm of America. I, I'm just saying you, you guys don't tend to head to South Brooklyn, is what I'm saying. Whereas, like, you see Staten Islanders, they won't really head to South, like, to Manhattan. Right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, they, because it's, it's a track. It is a track. Yeah, you got bridges. And I have no business... In, in South Brooklyn, I almost never do. I've been here before, obviously. I've been to Coney Island. This, is like, this is like something I go through when I, if I wind up going to see you in Staten Island because I'm going taking a belt. But generally, but this I'll, is I'll a, but it's a, in, in Manhattan. But it's a pizza thing. You go all over the place for pizza, and this place is like infamous. I don't really. I go all over the place for pizza because I'm a traveling musician, and I'll go to places. Are you? And I'll, <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I'll, and I'll go to places sometimes. But it's not like I gotta go to every single place. Like I gotta go to like like if I if I, if I have an opportunity to pizza, I'll go to Amore because it's my favorite place. Right. I won't try a new place because I know when I go to Amore, I make it exactly exactly what I want. Right. That being said, 
this place warrants the, the, the journey, even though I got to say, you know, it's, 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 it's a little late and I, I got to see, I'm a little sorry, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm sorry. Here's, 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 here's the thing I don't think it's embarrassed. Wine and it's usable. And I'll say the sauce is Jerry, great. I'm dipping the bread in the sauce. It's delicious sauce. Jerry, you have to have a little bit of the galamangeli. Nobody's eating that. It's fish. Here's what I don't. Here's what I, I don't. I am. Listen, listen. Here's what nobody, you hear me? No. Here's what I don't uh, get about the, the, what people are going to say immediately after listening to this episode is a comparison of Amore to L&B. It's not a comparison. Being is it's that, not a comparison. No, but they will. They'll do it. I'm just talking but about something. The thing is, because Amore has, <laughs> has a slice situation, right? Amore Whereas here, a, this is the square situation. This is the traditional Brooklyn uh, square. Amore is the traditional New York slice. Yeah, and now this is what just drives me nuts about this. They have great Sicilian, but it's not like a... The guy in the bar's sports guy. Different, you know no, there's Barcelona sports upside he goes down. In Queens, we call them upside down. That's like the word they use in Queens. Yeah, Technically, it's a, it's a square, though. It's a square. Yeah, but this Barcelona sports I guy, he's going to places like L&B. Like <laughs> you know, this guy, he's going around View of Pizza, and he's going to L&B, and, 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 and he's getting a regular slice. Yeah, forget about that. No, you, no you, you, can't, you can't go to L&B. Oh, is that what your post was aimed at? If somebody came to L&B to get a regular slice, that's no good. That's probably, it's, it's probably it's, still it's, good, though. It's no, good. it's still good. It's good, but it's not the best. Ever, right. The best regular slice ever is going to be an amore. It's, that's what it's known for. I still have to go there. Well, it's going to come, you know, you're not going to get anything behind glass reheated. They don't put anything back in the oven. They serve it to you, and that's right. that. Right out of the oven. If not, they tell you two minutes. I think your singer thinks it's overrated. <laughs> you know what a hater is? That's all I got to say. <laughs> a million dollars in cash right now and complain it's not a million. <laughs> oh, I have to say, pick though, on the guy. He's not even here to defend himself. He picks up me! <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it's like, when people keep asking me for the, the quintessential, quintessential after-school slice right. in Brooklyn... I keep coming up with squares. I keep not being able to come up with a place that I think is like the best representation. Now, mind you, I think Pizza Wagon has a great regular. Pizza Wagon has a great excellent. one here. Oh, you never made the Pizza Wagon I've either. Never the Pizza Wagon. No, but, 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 I, but the, the, the mayor of Pizza Wagon, uh, what's his name? Who? My buddy, the Staten Island show, you're talking pizza. What's that guy? I'm drawing a blank on his name. I know the man. Who? The mayor of Pizza Wagon. He was back. The mayor of Pizza Wagon. Yeah, I never heard of this guy. <laughs> Who's the mayor of Pizza Wagon? He's like a Bay original. I, he's a friend of mine. I talked to him, but I'm drawing a blank. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. My friend Tommy. He came to Amore. Jay took him there, and he went there, and he called it a tie. And he said, you know something? You guys got to come to Pizza Wagon, which I'm very willing to do. Wait, was that the dude that I met at the, yes, the pub show? Oh, yeah, I just met him. pub show. Great guy. Yeah, I'm going to remember his name when I'm driving home. I'm going to say, how the, how the hell yeah, did I forget yeah, this guy's name? See, I like... New, um, Pizza Wagon has an awesome slice, but I think New Park has a better slice than Pizza Wagon. Okay, New Park is New like the spot in Queens that people really like besides Amore, but it's, it's more of a popular thing. Amore is more of yeah. a more local. Yeah, I know, but I, I lived in Howell Beach for a little while. You might not be welcome there. I might not. <laughs> I gotta still see, you know what I mean? What do you mean? I lived there. Omar's not welcome there. No? No, he saw, talked some bad on stage. Somebody videoed it. And the guy at Amore saw it. He just guys insulting my business. Why would he do that? Really? Yeah, he was a little like, I don't understand. This is your guy. And I was like, he's just goofing around. He goes, eh, it's not really too cool. Oh, uh, people taking things too serious? Yeah, Thank you. Enjoy, be careful. So high. Thanks a lot, man. Enjoy, but... All right, listen. The half a, the, 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 the half a sheet. We got a broccoli 
did you order it or? No, we didn't order it. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me just say that the pie just came out. Let me just say that it definitely looks thinner than normal. But it's a work of art. I don't know. I don't know. This looks. This is not. Look at that. Yeah, but this is just. Uh, to me, cool. yeah, I, I'm picking I, the best one. You right got to get the middle slice. No, you got to take the middle. Pull that out and then take grab the middle. Right here, saucy. You got to eat the it. Middle. And that's that. All right. So now this is. Uh, let me go. Everybody who's listening is is. It certainly it's, looks it, good. It's like history. Why are you putting stuff on it already? Putting a little bit of crushed red. I put a little crushed you, red. You're, you're putting gimmicks on it, and you didn't even. I'm not putting gimmicks on it. I don't know what you I'm doing. are. That's like putting salt in uh, chicken soup before you take a. Yeah, the garlic like, powder's a bad move. Yeah, what are you doing? doing? I'm from that. Queens. What are you say? He's from Queens. What do you think? <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's real fish, really good. It's it is, really right? Good. Oh yeah, it's good. See? Give me a little time. It's hot. I got to eat a little more, but it's. I'm saying it's a little. It definitely it's is not know. as thick as it usually. Which I'm kind of. Didn't come out weak. I'll tell you that. It came out strong. Yeah. See. Now the squares on Annandale is retarded too. It's a little sweeter. It's different. Like I said, this is more acidic. Whereas that one's like... This isn't acidic. This is just... No, but it's it's not sweet like the other one. It's more like the base and the salt. You heard what he said? This is just right. This has a nice crispy to it. Yeah. See? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can eat like 40 of these. Yeah. I can eat that whole tray myself. See? Banging. I gotta bring my girl home a couple. Yeah. So you guys only get two weeks to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is really good, man. You hear? The square on Annandale is very similar to the square on Annandale. Yeah. It's a little sweeter, that's all. A little more air in the crust, too. Mm-hmm. It's got a little more air in the crust. It's a little sweeter. Very similar. What do you think the, sec- what do you think the secret is about the dough? Unrisen dough. Unrisen? One of my buddies who passed away years ago, he, he was drumming in a band that I recorded on Fast Lane on Flatbush Avenue. And he came in one day right with his uniform, the LB t-shirt that he working in, you know, throwing pizza up. And I was like, <clears throat> let me ask you before we begin today. His name is Rob. I said, before you begin today, what's the secret? And he goes, unrisen dough. It's That's just what it is. a little bit of unrisen dough. There you it's, got go. that, it's got that little bit of but it's not it's not a heavy it's not a like spackle right in your, in your gut you know what right. I mean a spackle it's, 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 it's delicious is what it is see that and Jim and answer your question since we're all chewing here yeah you're right that was one of the guys I was addressing the barstool sports guy because he keeps going to these places that are known for their squares and shitting on the place he doesn't know what he's doing yeah and, and and the guy just, went to a mortar, he goes drive me nuts. he goes 8.1, but if it cooled off, probably an 8.3. If it cooled off, like it's a bad thing that it comes fresh. The guy didn't even comment. I don't even know who this guy is. Hey, I hear all about this Everything guy. comes fresh out of the oven. There's nothing sitting behind glass, nothing reheated. How do you, if you're a real pizza guy, how do you not recognize that as like the real deal? Old school. You know, right. Granted, I understand. A lot of us grow up with certain pizzerias, and like in New York, and you become like it. It, it fits a taste. That you this have thing's a nine. Life. This thing is. I'm not even going to get rated exactly, but I'm going to tell you, it's a nine all day. Right. right. This thing's a stand up nine. Who came here and shut on it? This is a stand up nine. Because he's from Boston. I'm not gonna. I'm not. So gonna, it's like I'm not going to. I'm not going to Boston and, and like starting a show about tasting clam chowder and claiming like I know what I'm talking right. about, like in the way that I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. Granted. You can grow beef pizza anywhere in the United States. Yeah. But when you talk about something as specific as going and raiding every place known in Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan, like, yeah. you're talking about like people's emotional attachments to it. On top of it, like 
What is your basis of, of how you come up with your rating system? Right. So it's a jerk job. I got to be honest. When 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 Mr. Craig ahead here took his, his first. Take, take, That's take, looking sick. Yeah, yeah the corn, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the corner. I just I'm a corner guy. I, I like the ones that are saucy. I like sauce. I just yeah, played one of those little mind games on him. I got the slice that I wanted by telling him to go for the corner. Wow. Is that what you did? <laughs> well, I'm gonna take the middle, the middle, you know, the you're good, you're the good. nice wet one over here. I like them wet. But I just, you know, honestly, sure. I, I got, I got, a, I was a little, oh Jesus Christ, I, I, was, little, right? I was a little nervous when, when, when he was about to, you know, take his first bite. Well, let me tell you this, I wasn't, you're not going to get lies out of me, I'm going to tell it like it is, there's no, I'm from here and I want it, there's none of that, it is what it is, yeah. you know, I'm not, I like, I'm not one to like, you know, hold on to something because I feel like I have to. Right. This is great. This is phenomenal. The reason why I knew you'd be okay with it? Here's your broccoli rock, Craig. I had yeah, to watch your girlish figure. Thank you. He, um, Craig, Craig isn't into the, the cheesier... I don't like a lot of cheese. He likes no, the sauce aspect. So I knew since he loved the sauce, I'm a fan. he was going to yeah. eat this and be like, what's up? You don't, you don't Pizza Wagon, on the other hand, is the this exact acidic sauce. This is just delicious. Yeah. The sauce is like just right. Yeah. And it is it is up, up to bar today, I have to say. It oh. is. But some people complain, oh, it's sad they fell up. It's bullshit. It's great. It's bullshit. Oh, yeah. You get Occasionally, when they're slinging, they got 16 ovens back there. When they're slinging a bunch of pies, maybe they'll overcook one. Right. Maybe one sauce sits for a little long. Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to pigeonhole myself. Into exact classifications, but I will say that this is by far mm-hmm. one, of, one of the best, best pizza slices, pizzas, squares. One of the best slices. One of, this is one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my life. Yeah. This makes it in that handful of the best spots. And there's not time. many of them. There's I a lot of garbage. This is I, phenomenal. I feel a little bad I took this one because it's really, phenomenal. really fucking good. <laughs> this is phenomenal. See? This is A plus all day. You're welcome, Craig. Don't worry about it. Thank you. This guy was supposed to come to Queens. I was supposed to take him to Amore. But I'm yeah. glad you took me here. It's great. All right. I went to Amore the other day. I took a friend of mine, an English guy, Mike Gary. He's the uh, Don Airy that plays keyboards and uh, yeah. Deep Purple. His father wrote the intro to Mr. Crowley. I mean, how tough is that? It's pretty so, ridiculous. So he, uh, I took him to Amore the other day, and... and Polish guy Andy was cooking, and he put more so, more cheese on it than I've ever seen him put. All right, so far, yeah, man, looking good. Yeah, incredible. Good. Yeah, man, yeah. incredible. Would you like something to drink besides water? Yeah, water right there. Good. Thanks. All right. I'll give you more of it. Thanks, man. If you, if you got a little bit of lemon, yeah, sure. Thank you. But uh. It's very cheesy that day. Usually they barely use any cheese. Because there's two guys that there's two, two guys, guys. And w- which is the guy that's a half a eh, and which is the guy no, that you need all, to go? Listen, even, even even when the one guy puts too much cheese, it's still great. I just don't like a lot of cheese. Right. Antonio, the Mexican guy, he does it perfect every time. And he's the Polish guy. He makes it a little more cheesy usually. And I don't like a lot of cheese. <coughs> it's not a lot of cheese, but it's a little cheesier. I like it to be saucy. All right. You know, people say, like, oh, it's sloppy. It's like it's like tomato soup. Like, yeah, I want a saucy pie. Yeah. But it's because the sauce is so good. Right. Like, this is a saucy pie. It's great. Yeah. The saucy pie with the wrong sauce and a shitty crust isn't great. Right. And yeah, this whole time. This one, look at that yeah. one. Yeah. That one's got it. But anyway, so I took him. He loved it. He said it was great. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. But the way it works with that is, to me, whenever there's too much cheese on a a slice, it's not perfect. I like just just the right amount, just enough to make it what it is. Yeah. It's 
all ratio, like, like the great Luke Rota says. It's, it's all, all about ratio. ratio. That's why I think that you won't be that crazy about Pizza Wagon. Luke, this, this is great, Luke. The traditional you slice right. you'll like. Yeah, I was going to say, what? But he won't like the square because the actual square is like, it's like dripping, like with cheese. See, right? I don't like a lot of cheese. See, yeah, he wouldn't like that. Wouldn't but the cheese isn't like that kind of cheese you choke on and congeals. It's like too much. You, you've it's been nice. You've like, been to Amore? Yeah. And they fucked it up the first time. And they, How did really they fuck fun. it up, though? What are you talking about? He undercooked it. You know, did he, I showed you the pictures. Don't make me whip out the pictures because you know I have them in my phone. And what about the time when we did the video? That was sick. See, that, that was, was a complete. That was almost a different pie because the one we went, I was with the guy Sven Zaguri. We went late night. And you must have had a couple of vodkas in the yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm kidding. And, I'm kidding. and, and the not. middle was... Or maybe not. The middle was really good right oh, at the no. start of the slice. But then <laughs> it got to the edge, and like I said, I could, I can't deny it. The edge, halfway through the slice, it got very Times Square. It was chewy. It was There was no sauce. It didn't reach to the edges, like you said. It was all it was all fucked up in the second. Yeah, and you, don't, you don't want too much Corona. Some slices are meant to have a big Corona. Memorial is not one of those places. That one. The squares aren't towards that big Coronas either. But the one we had after no. the, the shithead music video shoot, that was legit. You don't know what a Corona is. I don't. I thought you were talking. You, you, Corona's you, a crust. All right, because you were talking about, hey, maybe the Polish guy had some vodka, and then there's the Mexican guy, so you said Corona, so that's what I'm thinking the Mexican <laughs> drinking beers. <laughs> and that's where I got the lemons right here. Right. <laughs> Why do you gotta say Corona? It's a cross crack. Richie Wisdom turned me on today. Oh, Richie Wisdom. And he thought he was real smart, and so did I. So oh, it's terrible. I bit it to try and, like, you know, <laughs> one up you, Jimmy. Oh, well, you one up me, but I don't like it. This is what I'm sorry. I didn't mean to no, you don't hurt my feelings whatsoever. This is wonderful pizza. See that? Wait till you get to this already. Look at that it's one. So good, yeah. Yeah. That's it's gonna be an episode of people listening to Craig E. This one has the little burned <laughs> on the end of the crust. The crust is great. It's a great crust. See? And it all holds up nice. Uh, right. When you pick it up, it does. it's not all, you know, doesn't, you know. Nice broccoli rod in front of you. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. See? Ah. Aren't you glad? Yeah, it's a fabulous. Listen, listen, you know, you, you sometimes, you know, I, I know a couple of two, three things, Craig. You know? Don't underestimate the kid. You know, and why have I never brought it to the studio? This does not travel well like that. Amore doesn't travel well either. It has no? to, you have to get it right out. Fine pizza doesn't always travel. If you want to live up to the hype. Well. Yeah, thick pizza travels well. <laughs> you know what place travels really well? Is, uh... <coughs> place they always have at the Super Bowl. They have all those pies. That that hardcore guy. That oh, uh, Williamsburg Pizza. Yeah, Williamsburg. The oh, guy, yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. The guy that one chopped. He makes really good pizza. His pizza holds up well. You can eat it two hours later. It still tastes great. Really? It's yeah. not even really super thicker. It's a little thicker maybe than what I'm used to, but it's, yeah. it's a, like a real New York pizza. You know? yeah. it's just really his, he gets the... The, the travel award. It's, it's, it, you get his stuff's the travel, travel award. He gets the travel award. His stuff handles time and travel better than any other pizza. Really? It still tastes great. Nice. But that's why when we're in St. Helens, I never would pick up a pie from here and bring it out to the recording studio. Yeah. Because we got the square right there, and you can go there and get it right out there. So people tell me, I went to Amore and it was good. You know, I took it home like you took it home. It's not it. I ate it in my car. No, still not. No. Get right it right the, there. Right yeah. out of the oven. You eat it fresh out of the oven. If they put it in a bag, it's not the same. No. <coughs> you want to eat it right out of the oven. You yeah. Know what I mean? Same here. It's like you can get it delivered. 
it's not going to be the same. It'll still be good, but it's not going to be the same. Take, take a new park home. It's not going to be the same. No, you get to eat it right the there thin, on their picnic benches. They're saucy. They, they can't. They don't hold the, the no, time. Not at all. Anything that's thin and saucy doesn't hold the time. Now, what do you want? With what, three? I think on three, yeah. I could easily do eight of these. Yeah? Six for sure. We gotta start eating some eggplant. Oh, okay. I know you do. Every time, Jerry, every time I hit him up, yo, you wanna do a podcast or whatever? I can't. Can't because I come back away fat. Eating spaghetti every day. <laughs> I gotta eat eggplant, and every every single time we text each other, there's eggplant in the mix somewhere. I'm like, what's with you and the eggplant? And then he sends me pictures of eggplant. But you know what it is? Eggplant, <laughs> cabbage. Yeah, I love cabbage. On the internet, that means something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Craig, you a big fan? The cabbage? I had like a whole head of cabbage today, so I did. Ah. A little bit of olive oil, delicious. Yeah, gassy oh, though. Not if you cook it right. No, not not bad. No, you like to cook. I like to cook. I know you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say we didn't haven't talked about anything yet, but we're talking about pizza, so that's something. No, that's fine. Listen, we're 20 minutes in and we talk nothing but pizza and how delicious LMB Spumoni Gardens is. Delicious. Yeah, you gotta get a little Spumoni at the end or no? I'll dub this the best. Wow. I'll dub this the best square I've ever had. Really? I think so. Yeah. Better than Annandale. Uh, you know, like I always say, it's different. Annandale on a good day holds its own for right. anybody. But this is the best, huh? I think this is the best. Annandale's great. I love Annandale. Annandale's a little sweeter. Right. Which sometimes there's, like a, there's a reason like why the bread is forgotten. This, this is heavier. Yeah, it's, it's a little heavier. heavier. It's dense. You know, they're both great. Don't get me there's wrong. There's a reason why Those LMB. Those are the top two I've had. This is incredible. Yeah. This has a good center of mass. It's got its own gravitational pull. Oh, it does. Dense it. Oh, wow. We're getting that deep, huh? This it is, is like great. True. Yeah. Sick. It's Eat. Sick. Enjoy. Oh, Enjoy. Yeah. People, Enjoy. People say to me, and we lived around the block from LMB. Did you ever get sick of it? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. How like, I lived around it for like five years, and I, there was no point. I was like, oh, I can't eat any more of that. Sick of you pizza know. is you take two two weeks off. Yeah, that's it. That's sick of it. You don't eat for two three weeks, and then you start eating again. Right. Can't get sick of pizza. Who's the Northeast? Who do you do? You're looking very like uh, artsy, intelligent. He like, does, right? You, so it's the glasses. Yeah, it's the glasses, the knit hat, and the tight, the tight, like yeah, the shirts buttoned all the way up to his neck. <laughs> too good for us. What are you doing there, Jerry Farley? What's the matter? You too good for us? <laughs> what bands are you recording right now? Go with this. Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I'm not saying that I like the Lad Pesci record, when you, but... When you go to... Odekirk, you know, when, he, when he you produced go to the Blue Album. with Walter this afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wally. I'm just looking for angles. <laughs> Wally's on yeah, tour Wally. right now. Aren't they on the position yeah, they're, they're on tour with... with uh, Wisdom and Change yeah. and, and uh, Billy Biohazard. Yeah, Walter, you're, you know you're yep, on my yep. to-do list. I've, I've told you that at Beastie Boys last year. You're on my to-do list of recording, so. There you go. Still going. It looks like they're having a ball on that tour. Yeah, having fun. Gallo is posting it. Yeah, it's hysterical. They're singing doo-wop backstage. Middle, you know that middle. Luke and uh, Stegman like the whole room up. Oh, of course. Of course. Fun times, man. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I got time off, you know. I... <coughs> We've had off since mid-December. We have off until the first week of March. Oh, that's all right. Renewed my passport. That's that's a, that's a bonus. Only took about a week, you know, which is great. Thank you. All 52 pages filled up. All 52 pages of your passport? I had, my passport was so full, I had to take out, like, uh, pull out visa pages the last, like, two years. Really? Technically, you're not supposed to do that, but I pulled them out seamlessly in a razor blade. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Oh shit. Now I got a new one. What place haven't you been to? I've never been to uh, Hawaii. Really? Really? Supposed to go a few times with AF or sick of it all. It always got canceled, and it was always like, oh, everybody has to come from the different islands, so blah, blah, blah. You know, not a lot of people can afford to go to the shows. Haven't been to Israel either. We're supposed to play Israel twice, and both times it, uh, both times it was like, this is what happened in Israel. They say, pre sales aren't strong enough, so we're canceling the show. So since they do that across the board, or at least with hardcore shows, nobody buys tickets because they think the show is going to be canceled and they're going to have to fight to get their money back. It's like uh, a cat 22. And that's what's yeah. sick of it all. Yeah, so I've never been to Israel. I've never been to... I'm surprised sick of it all never played fucking Tel Aviv, bro. You know what I mean? It's a little odd. I wouldn't think that. They canceled on us twice. We had, we had a book twice. They canceled on us. Really? Anywhere in Africa? I've been in Iceland many times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Never Great. in Africa, the Middle East. But they don't have mu- they don't have like music like ours there. Hey, you don't play fucking play a little Morocco? But I'm saying, like, you know, like the Middle East and, Af- and, and, and <laughs> Africa, they're not, not going to really have us, you know what I mean? But everywhere just, else, yeah. You just see me, I'm laughing in my knit hat and my glasses. <laughs> yes. Over at my Morocco. <laughs> like for a second. <laughs> It sounded like we're doing something stuff. totally different than a place in Africa. <laughs> Absolutely. Magnificent Don Morocco. Let me, this is my friend Morocco right here. Yeah. We're, we're doing South America with a little Central America sprinkled in in March. But uh, we'll wind up going with this one guy, but we're going to go with this other guy. And the other guy had like a month-long tour playing like three gigs in like El Salvador. I was like, what are you talking about? Hey, what are you doing? I'm not, you know, I'm not playing. Salvador? What are you going to do? Killed? Where I put my bam, I put my base on the plane? Yeah. Oh, you going to put red on there? It's not going to happen. No, red's not coming on that. But no. then your stuff will disappear. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. You'll be killed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and, you know, back in the day, I used to do the most dangerous stuff, going all over the place. Didn't even care what was happening. But at this age, you want to be a little more careful. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little, you know, a little responsibility. I just want to be able to come home, ride my motorcycle, and kiss my girl. That's it. And need that one be with me. There you go. You guys really are sending out eggplant to each other. But I do have a I do have a question from somebody. Okay. Ask him. Which is from Mark. I'm not going to throw your last name out there. Ask him why we can't have a nice straight-ahead discography. Ooh. I was texting this the other night. <laughs> Exclamation point, question mark. He's, he's a little mad. Yeah, you know, a lot of people ask me about doing that, and I just never really did it. I was so busy. Why not? I'm so busy playing and touring my whole damn life. I never get a effing break. Ooh, what's it's the effing? What's with the effing? Yeah. You're all of a sudden you're saying, oh. Try not to be rude, you know? <laughs> rude. But, um, you're on the Mukum Blast Furnace. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> in case you want to wear it, you want to hear that. He's all right. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> We're in an empty room in LB, which is. Nuts. I have unreleased material nobody's ever heard before. What's the matter? I have a demo. It's like seven or eight songs that nobody ever heard. And it's got like a lot of stuff with me singing on it because uh, Tommy tried to sing out at once. It didn't work out. And then I just wound up putting some scratch vocals on it. So it's neat stuff. And you're just going to sit there? You're not going to do nothing with it? I will say. Forgive the people what they want, Craig. You know, every band got rehashed, rehashed. I always thought it was kind of cool. That straight ahead sat where it sat and never got... Yeah, but it's not like you put a new material. You're like, yo, check this out. We remastered everything. And here's, some, and, here, and here's some stuff that you've never heard before. It's a bonus on the thing, and you put it out there. Not a bad idea. Who's going to put it out? 
the Jerry Farley. Revelation wanted to put it out. Like, uh, yeah, well, there's your answer. I could always put it on iTunes. You can. <laughs> Why not? So then, then everyone's going to want another show. And, like, you know, I don't know. But didn't you, so then didn't you, you just, just, just no sell them and just say whatever about them? Just ignore. But didn't you jump on stage just catching and do that? No, no, we haven't done that in a long time. He did Creep what, Division. Did I see. Uh, you did a cool quick creep division quick, set. We did that in, in, in Barcelona. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that. But yeah, we played after the sick of it all. Sick of it all and good riddance played together in Barcelona. Or was it Madrid? I think it was Madrid. Maybe I don't even remember. And then, then we played down the block in a bar. You think we could fill up like an noodles, hour of podcast noodles time talking about just about creep division? Noodle, maybe noodles went off. Noodles yeah. sang every word. You gotta yeah. see the, the pictures. He's like going crazy. Well, noodles, my boy. You gotta get that shit out of your system. People fucking dying for that crap. I'm so glad that Jimmy fell for that uh, fake text question I sent him. Which fake text? Which one? Asking about putting out the straight ahead stuff. (laughs) I've been bothering him for the past few years about it because Jerry and I have talked about it. We talked about it. He brought it up um, during Last Act of Defiance. He's like, hey, Jerry, what would you think about doing a transfer and blah, blah? I was like, yeah, let's do that after this album's done. Right, I'd have to transfer from that, you know, and all kinds of weird stuff I'd have to do. But there's another transfer I'm actually doing. There's not weird stuff. You have somebody do it. You're Craig from Sick of It All. Yeah, what's the matter with you? But I'm I think I, try actually, some of I have a dat. I think I have a dat machine now, which I'm going to try for another release that someone wants to re-release. Who's I'm that? Throw- Spill beans. I can't. I can't. I can't talk about it. No. That's okay. I can talk about it. Mike's going to not own in confusion, possibly. Okay. But we want to put out something in because the music got cut off. So, Mike, sorry if I, I blew up your uh, spot. But, That's all right. Uh, That's good broccoli rock. But it, they there's no guarantee that the beautiful. tapes will even work. Because remember, tapes, they, they degenerate over time. So they could just crumble. As of course. Yeah, you're a real it's, degenerate. It, <laughs> it's digital audio tape, but it's still taped. Digital is it, shit. Is that what the straight ahead stuff is on tapes? Well, no. The straight ahead stuff that was on tape, I, I got baked. And transferred onto a DAT. So I have some of that on that. That, but that's the same thing. That's also a tape. Yeah. It's digital audio tape. It's a small tape. Might have to get baked. No, it can't be. can't bake digital plastic. Yeah, it's it's also, also, it's also yeah, yeah. plastic. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. You can't really pull it off. Just give me the tapes. <laughs> Hand them to me and I'll take care of it. Got any axe attacks or something? Around? The There's a demo. You know, I could call Frank Pascaretti the singer of Axe Attack. He probably has. When I saw him like 10 years ago, he said, Yeah, I got the demo. I'll cut you a copy of it. I just never called. I called him. I don't think yeah, I ever texted him once or twice. I want to hear that. I'm like the bass is out of tune. Of course it is. Well, what year was this? 1984? Like 82. 82. All right. What are you expecting, uh, you know? Two-song demo. Heavy. Go in, punch you in the mouth, and then bounce. It was like like metal and punk, kind of, but like garage Jerry Fall, you gonna have some broccoli rob or what? Yeah, I was just looking at it. It's just eye and tiger. Right it's there. delicious. They don't, um, they leave it nice and firm. It's, it's supposed not, to be a little al dente nice. That's beautiful. It's, but it's, it's also not bitter, which is they, 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 they're doing something right they in got the kitchen. Down. They got it down. And then, it's uh, young. It's not it's sandy, old, right? I can't stand it when they don't wash it. You gotta get like, young broccoli rub. Right. Those are small. Yeah, those are pretty young. Look at that. Those are young. Or Blue young, guys. Young broccoli rub. Sounds like a fight, a young broccoli bro. <laughs> so what do you know about what do you what do you know about what is his name? Razai Bramble. Uh, you know I knew that about that. Living, Livingstone Bramble was his original name. Correct, I know that. Then later in his career he turns to Rossi Bramble. I saw a bunch, you know, I used to, I used to, when he was Ross A. Bramble, I used to watch him fight on Tuesday night and Friday night, Friday night fights all the time. He'd fight all the up-and-coming guys. He was like a gatekeeper of like the 140-pound division at that point. I remember as a little kid watching like Wide World of Sports. Yeah, when he beat, beat up Mancini and all that. Yeah. 
He never fought Hagler, did he? Too small. Too small. He was a lightweight. Hagler was a middleweight. That's like a 25-pound difference. He fought like Boom Boom Mancini, guys around yeah. that size. He was like the size of like a young Julio Chavez. But the errors didn't match up that well. For some reason, that guy's he was burned into my brain as a kid. He's a tough I, guy. And I don't even really know why. Very tough. Came out with a snake. Did he? Yeah, he'd come out to, he'd come out to Bob Marley with a giant uh, boa around his neck. It's like a hard guy. He's a hard guy. Maybe chin, he had, like, dreads. Chin likes the man. The guy was tough as nails. Whenever we fight, I'd be psyched, because I knew that you could see if the prospect was any good. If the prospect could beat him, he could probably win the title. If he can't beat him, he's really? done. He's done. What do you think he's doing now? He was like a gatekeeper, you know, like Burt Cooper was to the heavyweight division in the 90s. I don't know why I remember that guy so much. I know he's burned into my brain as a little kid. Channel 5, Wide World of Sports. Oh, yeah. Grew up on that shit. What's up, Jerry? Yo, what's up, Jerry? How you doing? Hey, dudes. Where do you got to be at 9 o'clock? Anyone good? Yeah. You got to meet with people, talk about things, set things up, make planning. Nice. I just had to take my car into the body shop today. What happened? You crashed it? That's why I came in the band. But somebody crashed into me. I think it might have happened at the Queen show. Of that, that Burrow show. the shows we did with AF. Yeah. Great show, by the way, at the Bowery Electric. My whole front end was hanging off. Oh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I like little small little shows. And I love that room. I like the Bowery Electric. sounds really good in that room. Sound electric is great. Sound system school. I saw the whole thing, and I, 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 of course, I'd like to go to all of them. But I saw Bowerly. That, that's, that, that was the night when I solidified my new, uh, my new, my new bass equipment sound. I had Zum come down. You know Neil Zum. He's a plays an antidote. New bass sound. New playing bass for forty two years. He invented the Sansan. No, you know I, I have some new equipment, and uh, you know I was just trying to hone it in. And being that he's the guy that invented the Sansan, he right. came down. He knows a few tricks with that. And we messed around with it. Now I'm happy. Jerry's like, Jerry's waiting to hear that. Yeah, and there was that thing you told me about the Sansan. Yeah. That little, I didn't know that until trick. that little, yeah. I don't do it like that, though. I just, but that's just a good trick, no, for me in the studio. Like, I just use it as a little, uh, adds a little bit of warmth to the, to the sound that I already have, you know? More like my 90s sound. More mid-rangey and a little more, uh, more in your face, a little less deep. It doesn't sound quite as, as, as you know, boomy. Give an example for the people listening. Uh, more mid range. Like, like, I don't know what that means. A little more like call to arms bass sound. There more, you go. That's what I was more, waiting on. A little more bite, a little more bite, a little more bite, a little more like crunchy, but not distorted, just crunchy around the edges, a little less deep and warm, you know, which is deep and warm is great, but. I know you're a big fan of Call to Arms, and so am I. Yeah, when I became, like, quote-unquote professional, my sound got, like, you know, really professional. I feel like some of that early grit got lost, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I want to kind of split the difference and go back a little bit to that that not-so-refined thing. But more, in, in a sense, it's more refined at the same time. You know, it's funny, um, in early 2000s, I had to bring in an example of a bass sound that I loved and I brought in Scratch the Surface okay. and played it in front of my class. Really? And my professor at the time, he was just like, well, this is more of a guitar sound than a, than a bass sound. And I was like, wrong. 
grow. <laughs> Listen to it. This fits the band. This is exactly what it was like. Gang, 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 gang. Yeah. Bow. You know? And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a straight distortion. No, it was, it was bite. punchy. Bop, 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 right? Yeah. And I don't use any distortion at all. A few years later, he would play in a, he would play bass in like a, a hardcore band, and he ended up calling me and being like, you were totally right. That bass sounded sick. It fits the band perfect. And, and then when we did the first record together, like, I was like, okay, I've been training my whole life for this. Got to get something like this, something like this. The, the, you, you know, know? The, the concept behind what I do is I, it's like taking an old SVT classic yep. and overheating it. Mm-hmm. Run it super hot with active pickups. Run it super, super hot and get it where it's like more screaming than it could do on its own. Right. You know, real bite, real ground, but there's no distortion in that. It's not like artificial. Yeah, that's why it's, it's and the distortion usually flattens it out. You yeah. Usually like, and like, I don't. I want those rough edges yeah. on there. Yeah, exactly. You want to hear like, like the, you want to like see like the bass strings wobbling in your yeah. head, like as if they're like cables to a bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want like, to like, like, because like that's the beauty of red. When he plays red, like red just it's also the way you hit it. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of the way you play red, it makes it activates the sound of like the fretboard yeah, 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 yeah. and the, the pickups, and it's just like okay, that's like a majority of the sound right there. Right. So then you add in the sans up and the amp, but it has to be responsive in that same way. It can't flatten out, and it's got to like actually play with what he's doing. Otherwise, it just hits the wall. There's a lot of uh, flourishes with the right hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. We work, we work together on a bunch of albums, so you know. Yep. I know very well. Are you guys writing new shit? Probably uh, always writing new shit. Yeah, I mean, I got I listen to some old riff tapes I have from years ago, and there's some good stuff on there that I probably at the time wrote some good parts and didn't really know how to put them together. Right. But now hearing it with a fresh ear, I'm like, oh, I could put this like that. Like from that. how long ago? Because now we now I can get what some, album around. Some of it's you know 15 years old. Some oh. of it's five years old. Some there of you it's go. two years old. It just depends. It's like it's like all this old stuff I have, you know. Yeah. I wish that two plus two song up the last record would end up in that. I'd love to play that. Play what? Craig, the two plus two, the new one that Craig that sang one, on. I say it's a new bust. Yeah. It's the other one the I sing. Yeah, I love you it. know, we didn't write like that. I sing two plus two, and then Armand sings. What song does he sing? The last one. Uh, yeah, the last last track. What's it called? Is that the new uh, slavery. The new slavery. Yeah. So Armand sings that, and I sing two plus two. We didn't actually write down that that two sings it, so people don't know. Yeah, weird, but somehow they don't know. Yeah, people text me. Well, they, well they you like, know, it's not Luke. They, they were like, no. They, some people thought like, oh, is, is John Joseph singing in that? I was like, no. Like yeah. that. Like I want to do two plus two really, really badly, but set lists are a little hard to break through on. I think maybe it's the two year thing. Two year thing. Yeah, maybe it'll. What'd you say, set Nazi? I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> Savage. But yeah, I think that song's killer. On the 50th episode, I, I, I had like my, my, my personal list of the set list that you guys should play. It's a very long set list, but. You know, oh. some deep, some deep cuts, man. Like, there's some deep cuts that, well, you guys will never play. Yeah, I mean, listen, like return to reality. Like, I, I don't, that I don't have the energy to, to fight for changes in the set list. I've been trying to do it for decades. It's very hard to like, you know, it's like it's like breaking it's like breaking out of Alcatraz with, with a toothpick. Right. It's not that easy. You know what I mean? Toothpick. Some people are very. Some people's whole lives are built around. Keeping the set list exactly like it is, right? In certain certain confines, right? You know what I mean? Me, it's not that important to me, right? But I just feel like if you switch it up and you play different songs and you switch it, people feel like, oh, I'll keep coming back. They do something different every time, right? There you go. You know, it's funny that episode fifty, 
that we did at Nova. That's almost 100 episodes ago. It's crazy. That's insane. You're a busy 50, man. You're a busy man. 53 episodes ago was the first pizza episode with you and the whole chaos. That was 53. That was episode 90. Dude, that, that, that one had a lot this of... This is episode 143. No, no great pizza. <laughs> no great pizza. Roses. There was one pick pie on roses was good. But then there's Carmine's, Carlitos, whatever the hell it was. That was okay. That was all right. But I was already, like, full. Mm. From roses. I was very underwhelmed that day. Me too. I didn't think much of roses. The square was good. The, the, the regular was, like, men's and men's. There, there are people I've taken. Brooklyn people. Memorial. And they go back to their old places after going to Mori for a while, and they're like, you know, something I used to think this is really good. It's, it's just whatever. It's mediocre. They're like, it's cheese, and it's dry, and it's reheated, and they're like, it's not that good. All right. You know the thing is, I, you I have think, to have another slice. I think Amore oh, is man. is the Lenny and John's. Lenny and, Lenny and John's is the Brooklyn Amore. I think I think I'm going to go on, on record and say I have a thousand times better than Lenny and John's. That's the difference. I haven't had. See, I can't I say mean, anything. Lenny John's not for nothing. The past few years, are, since they did the remodel, the person I was just talking about. I haven't had Lenny and John's in Jones. years. And he went back to Lenny and John's. That's a story I just told. And he's like, I can't really go there anymore because. Oh really? Amore blows it the fuck. It away. blows it. Okay. I haven't it's had Lenny and John's in years, so I can't even put my two cents in with that. Years. Evan Biohazard used to deliver for them. How about that? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> How about that? Hey, how you doing, Evan? My pie is two dollars. Be the damn pizza with a side of herpes. Yeah, man. Right? I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a lot. It's called the blister pie. I have no idea if he has herpes. It's just, I'm just a, <laughs> it's like a timely joke. That's all. You really go for that square. I'm going to call it. I'm going to blister pie. Try to touch your. Yeah, wow, you're you 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 going to play. No, I'll take those. You guys aren't eating anymore? I'm uh, done. I had bread. Galamad. I'll take those two home and eat it myself. I mean, for my girl. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then what are you going to do? Are you going to throw them in the oven? I don't know what she's going to do. Slow. Slow. That's up to her. Slow heat up, otherwise it dries out. No, I know what I'm going to do. You got to show her I'm so concerned for her meal later. <laughs> she probably won't even eat them. She'll be like, I'll put them in her fridge. No, yo, you can't do that. It's not allowed. <laughs> nah, yeah, let's do that. Well, Jimmy, that, that episode 50. Uh, I would travel to come here again. Yeah, absolutely. You it should. would be like, you hey, like, let's plan one out in, in three months, yeah, four months. Yeah. I've, I've been telling you for the past few years. Yeah, this is definitely the yeah. same way we planned out for the outside to the square. In the summer. Right. Right. Nottingdale for the Staten Island show. Yeah. Right. That was a plan. You know what I mean? So that episode 50? That was um, on, on the show. I was like, oh, I think I got an idea for the name hope. of the album. Name of the album that day, because before that, there was a different name of the album. Oh, yeah. What Never was the working title for the album? We was like, don't talk now. about it now. Don't talk about what it was now. What the name? The last one? It was going to be the pizza album. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pizza album. <laughs> it was going to literally be, and then it was just like, and then that Every morning. Day, I, we had pizza, and we had ravioli in the afternoon, pizza at night. Yeah, and I kept. You had I, an espr- a nice espresso machine like in there. So we had pizza on the brain. Weeks. Right? Yeah, we had pizza on the brain. Frankie has a beautiful home. Yeah. Frankie Nassau. Frankie Nassau, what a gentleman. Nova Studios is beautiful. great. The best. I was born away. Paul is a great guy. Jules, great guy. Baby ponies in there. There was yeah. miniature horses. That's I was right. like, what is going on? Yeah. Modern yeah. day Renaissance man. Right, and 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 Kelly LeBrock was married to the you know to the Seagal next door. Or, yeah. or, or as I've heard people call him the idiot. Yeah, yeah. The idiot. but I wouldn't know. I never met the man. Yeah. So <laughs> like that that album we actually. 
came up with that off of Craig's lyric um, from the song Wake the Sleeping Dragon. Yeah, yeah. When it was just like, and he was explaining to me like what it stood for and everything, and I was like, I kept on doing it in like a Lemmy voice. Right. Like I kept on being like, you know, Wake the Sleeping Dragon in the middle of the night. Like I was just doing it to amuse myself, like around the studio. And then that that morning before the podcast, I was just thinking about like, you know, like the album what we were doing, it, and it popped in my head, and I was like, ooh. But I didn't want to say. Everyone said, "Don't say it on air because in case we don't commit to it." Right. And then later that, that jumped on it. Yeah, everyone, everyone saw it because everyone saw that dragon. Everyone was in. Everyone was in. The minute yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was really cool how that kind of came from the song. Kind of came from like that day. We kind of like talked. Came about late it too. I didn't write those lyrics so Yeah, right at the end. Right at the end. Same with Chip Plus too. This guy was like, "This guy's good. He pushes me." He's like. You gotta write another song like a buster that you sang, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. We're all kind of like, yeah. Jerry's like a fan, so he's excited. But you know, but we did that. Devon <laughs> was like, kind of like, yeah, whatever, whatever. So I'm sitting there on my bed at home, finishing up that uh, the title track of the record. Yeah, finishing it up. And I'm like, I finally finished with the end, how I wrote the end or whatever. Yep. And I'm like, this is good, this is good. I, I'm going to text him and let him know. So, so you know, it's like locked in. So he reminds me, I don't like forget. Yeah. And I had this other little riff, the beginning riff of 2 plus 2, and I was like, bum, bum, bum. And I kind of put another riff to it, and I was like, I went through it, and I was like, this is a song. And then I stopped at the end, and I go, there's an ending. And I want it to sound like, like just like three chords, just really, real simple, like, you know, almost like AF seven inch style, like, like a United okay. Blood seven inch style. And I was like, and I heard it, but I didn't have it nailed, nailed. Down. I was like, this is it, this is it, this is it. And then we're in the studio. I'm like, Jerry, and I'm explaining to him, it's like this, it's bad. And I'm humming stuff that's like, and then he just goes, and I was like, that's it. Yeah, it's right there. Jerry, he's like a fan. He's excited. I said, I want to. I want to feel real ignorant. He was pushing the merch table. I want to feel like I just want to flip the merch table. There you go. Into the crowd. He was pushing me though, and it was right there, right there, and then he pulled it right out. Yep. Boom. There you go. See that? Like simple, simple. And I think that's one of the hardest breakdowns. He did cool things, like the beginning of the first song. Yeah. Had the song written, and he goes, "Stop right there and say the name of the song." So, and and it kicked yeah. back in. Yeah, that was his idea. It's a great idea. And and I, I, I could feel though, I could feel it needed to breathe. I was like, yeah, this is good. This is all right. This is all right. And then when he's like, boom, and he said, I was like, and I was like, then we kick it. He said, yes. And I'm like, that's the breath I'm looking for. He's good like that. See, because you're so submerged in it all the time, that yeah. you kind of like lose little particulars. Right. That's why there was even like during Wake the Sleeping Dragon. He was like, you don't have enough time. Like for early songs, yeah. you have time to do it. When you're like rushing to finish an album, and you need yeah. fresh ears to help you out. Yeah. And we're upstairs, and he's upstairs cooking pastos or ravioli or something. He's like, listen, I don't know what I want this bridge for Wake the Sleeping Dragon, but all I know is I want it to be chaos. I want it to be like, and he's like just gesturing. And, you know, and I was like, he's like, I don't want the same old normal shit. Right. Where it's like, uh, just the feedback thing or something. And then I went downstairs with the Ebo. And like Armand was like, check out these notes, and, it, and then all of a sudden we're like making this thing that sounds like a fucking theremin. Yeah. It's like, and he comes out there and he's like, that's fucking it, that's it, like that's the sound. But Jerry, you're a good kid, you're a good kid. <laughs> because we, we, when I was playing with uh, the Chromags, JM, JM, yeah, <laughs> oh god, yeah, JM. So, so uh, <laughs> we had done a bunch of tours with I Hate God. Right, the man that hit yeah. out. Right, so I love the way they play. They sling it real low Fuck and it. awesome. 
That's like some swampy, syrupy. Those yeah. guys get down. Yeah. So like that middle part, which is a little different for us, the way it's all stoner sounding. I was definitely influenced by them. Yeah. You know, and it needed something, so it wasn't just dry. And Jerry came up with like the swamp instrument thing. Yeah, and then a little bit of the key change there. Swamp like, hey, instrument. Let's do a key change. Never yeah. do a key change. Like all of a sudden, it goes down like three steps. Well, or something. Yeah, I got to do some little weird bass stuff in there. You know? Yeah. We're not we're not great with space. We're good at pushing, turning corners, but we're not a slow bend. You know what I mean? Right. We don't play, if we can improve in any way, we'll be here in slow parts. So sometimes if we can play stuff that's long and slow, we all feel anxious, you know what I mean? Our style is aggressive, you know? Of course. Mm -hmm. it's, it's fast, slow, fast, slow, medium, slow, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like something, you know. <clears throat> so you, so you tell that as a fan. To as a fan. Slow part, you know what I mean? Yeah. He tells he, me and him were talking when, when we did episode 50, when they're making the record. Red Nova Studios. The record. The record. And we're talking, like, off to the side, which I don't even know what we're talking about. And he asked me, he asked me all low. He comes really close to me, and he asked me, he goes, so who's your favorite band? And I felt like a jerk off right then and there, because I'm like, oh, God, I'm like, you, you guys. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but what? No, 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 because then you know what you said? I remember you were like... Because you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I had to walk away from him. Like, you're an asshole, and I'm walking away from you. That's now. good. Did I, did I feel you? Did I feed you ravioli that night? No, I mean we eat pizza. 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 Yeah, we eat pizza and drinking espresso. <laughs> That's good. because <laughs> you're a loser. <laughs> and, and just the way it was, it was just low and like he was close to me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like an intimate thing. He let me know I was a loser. <laughs> that's funny. It was pretty fucking funny. I'm like you're an asshole. I walked in. So I'm gonna bring those two us, uh, those two slices home to my girl. Yeah. She'll love those. Michelle's gonna love those. But did you? And I will say this. Did you notice a significant all of a sudden change in that last slice from the first three you had? It was cold, but it was still very good. Still very good, but you notice there's a significant uh, flavor activation that happens when it's hot. Yeah, like, put it this way. I wouldn't say that it doesn't travel. I wouldn't say that it's bad for travel. No, no but I it's not the same. The real thing that makes it get into that that nine, you know, golden, you know what I mean? Yep. The tungsten there's, range. There's a separation. <laughs> there's a separation that's yeah, happening. Yeah, it does the same first. thing, but even more. Yes. Because it's a regular slice. It gets rubbery when it's... That's what I mean. It's it starts to, to, to... Yeah, it's no good. Melt together. It's, it's on the, you know... Really, really great, though. See that? I mean, all the hype is... is it's, it's legit. It's, it's, it's legit. It's legit hype. Yeah, it's here for 80 years. This place lived up to its hype. Yeah. I know some people say... Let me not you say hype, because it lived up to its reputation. Yeah. Hey, I got to respect it, because it is that good. Yeah. See that? And it has an entire block in Bethlehem, by the way. Yeah, there's no, a reason for that. There's a reason that there's multiple You heard stations. that Malaluk? It was great. Hey, I'm glad we finally got you over here. You know? It's good. Took a minute. Took a couple, two, three minutes. But you're a busy guy. Speaking of busy guy, when are you going back Actually, out? I'm not busy right now. But well, not now. Is, when I come home, I'm like, you're swamped with shit to do. The last two and a half years we've been on the road. 
pretty much nonstop. You come home for a week, you come home for 10 days, you come home for six days. One to two times you came home for three weeks. One time you came home for like four and a half weeks. But now you got a nice break. We could take care of the straight ahead stuff. When you come home for three or four Safe. and a half weeks, if you come home for three, three weeks, once or twice, four weeks, once or twice in a year, you know, you want, like, I want three months off. You know what I mean? I want, like, three months after the first six weeks, you're like, oh, I got nothing to do. You can really start doing stuff. You know right. I mean? The first four to six weeks is kind of like you're playing, you're playing catch up. You want to spend time with your girl. All of that. All of that. So uh, this time we have off. We have basically about uh, three, three and a half months off. Wow. A little more than three and a half months. First time in, like, two and a half years. Do you end up getting antsy after, like, a few months? I get, I get a little antsy to go back on the road, but not right now, because after two and a half years with barely any breaks, I just want to be home. Yeah. It sucks, though. It's cold. I want to ride my bike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be careful you don't get decapitated almost again. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. All right. I, <laughs> almost again. I, I got a... I wish it was warm enough to ride the bike, you know, to ride. It's too cold. I don't ride below, like, 45, 50. Why would you? It's just miserable. Yeah, it's just miserable. But I, I wish yeah, I could ride. chapped face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole shit gets chapped. Yeah. And no matter how warm you dress, your ankles wind up freezing. Yeah. Your hands get cold. Like, it's just brutal. Well, you could do, like, the Chinese delivery guy. With the little mitten. With the, with the mittens and the, the tape, the and they have all kinds of stuff over the handlebars. Wing, 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 there used to be a place. We used to wing Chung? We used to live in Shit House back in 1989. It was myself, Armand, and Devil. You know, John Turner, yes. his bus driver. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jay, you know, Jay's boss. Jay's boss. You know, Jay's boss, Devil Dog. Jay's boss. Jay, that's your boss. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Some under the table should happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we lived in, uh, we, there was a place called Wing Lee. It was a Chinese delivery place. Hoya knows about this because Hoya used to come and hang out sometimes when he was young. He'd like hide from the police in our apartment back then. <laughs> so, uh, the Wing Lee moped would go by and it was a Chinese guy. It would be the winter or something and the guy would have, the guy's head looked like a balloon because he had so much crap on his head. And then, same thing with his hands. His hands were all covered in plastic. Bits, plastic, tape, duct tape. We'd see the Wing Lee moped guy whenever we'd see him, we'd be like, hey, yelling at him. The guy was like scared of us. He'd come deliver to our house and be scared of us. One time we, uh, like a bunch of hooligans once yeah, hiding yeah. from the fuzz. So what is you? So one time though, the Wing Lee guy was delivering Chinese food to devil over me, right? Right. <laughs> So Devil would like answer. He was a bus driver. So we'd come home from work. He'd like answer the the door in his underwear or his sweatpants. Like you know what I mean? He'd be lounging around the house because he's off work. So me, me and Armand, we would when the Wing Lee guy we were on the third floor. The Wing Lee guy comes up, so we'd go and like, put a porno like this back in the day of videotapes. We put a porno tape in and blasted it through the stereo, right? So the Wing Lee guy comes to the door and you ah, 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 all this stuff, and the guy's terrified because he sees Devil there, yeah, big three hundred pound guy in his underwear. And then he has, and he has like a porno movie in the background. So we did that to him once. We did it to him twice. We don't, yeah, yeah. It's great. I'm, I'm laughing up from the story. As much as I think he told the same story on the episode 50. Did I? I think my mom told it. Does this have to do with you, you, you throw magazines in the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It's 
right, finish the story. All right, so it's all right. Dementia is a real thing, you know. We do. It's not funny. So we do it once. We do it twice. So like we're trying to do it like a third or a seventh time. Who knows? The guy comes up and, and, and we go and we go to put it in, but there's no power to the whole living room, right? So we're like, oh damn it! So we flick the switch. That, like he, he turned, he, he rigged the, the wiring so that even when you turn the light, the main power switch of the room back on, you couldn't get it. So we're like, fuck! What do we do? What do we do? So he's laughing. He's, he's getting the food. He's going, you fucking assholes! <laughs> fuck you! I got you, you scumbags! And we're like, fuck! What do we do? Wingley guy's just probably terrified. He can't even speak English. <laughs> of so the guy walks down the three flights of stairs. So we run into our rooms and we grab stacks of porno magazines. <laughs> this is before there were cell phones. We had porno magazines. We young guys so we're right and the guy walks outside and we throw like stacks of pornography at the guy the stuff's landing on his head on his motorcycle helmet the guy's like jumping back scared running out looking away yelling hey hey Wingley and uh yeah it was pretty funny terrible we had to go down and pick it all off it was their collection yeah. and they need to retrieve of course now we know where all that porno on the street from the 80s came from. Right. Right. Remember, you just be walking, all of a sudden you see one, like, oh, there's yeah. a boob over there, and then underneath those leaves. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You take it home in your pocket. Like, I've been on this thing a couple of times yeah. already, and we were supposed to do it just being you, but we already talked about everything. In little spurts where you couldn't hear it because everybody was screaming. Oh, yeah, and then it turned into the You and Luke show, and then they have Richie Crutch in there. Yeah, it gets like It gets, gets a little crazy, yeah. The pizza thing was crazy. They were bananas. It went wild, you know what I mean? It was too, it was too much. Yeah. But I figured that, you know, oh, you know That's why I quit I think, I think the ge- Oh, yeah, what's Ooh. the Yeah, did you quit or did you get booted? <laughs> you, you had to jump on it I did, I did I quit You didn't quit I heard there was I some quit. nefarious things I don't know, I don't know I, mean, anybody, I, I, think, I think we're going to have to, to, to uh, talk to Mama Luke about this and, and Mama, Luke's, uh, Mama Luke's not a liar All right, so Mama Luke, I don't know I'm not get a straight story out of anybody else, I guarantee you I know, but, but I think that on the episode that I did with Mama Luke I don't think I don't think no, he, no, he, he said that I quit I and I called him furious about it. Yeah, furious. Furious. Yeah, talk and, much. And, and he, he, he basically was like, you know something? Yeah, yeah, you did. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put you on. I was like, oh no, it's good. Uh, okay. Luke's honest. Luke's a good guy. Luke's a lot of things, but one thing he is is honest. He doesn't lie to himself. Respect that. Right. <laughs> much respect to Mama Luke Broda. Too much emotion in that. I quit. Yeah. I started it and I abandoned it and I left it to the to the jackals. Why are you too much emotion? Why? He has to divulge information. Pizza is a very emotional thing, is it not? Alright, I don't know about that. It depends on how you look at it. No, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, it's the majority of almost everything they talk about a lot of times. <laughs> it gets a little wild. But anyway, that's done. But enough to make you quit the pizza group. Yeah, it also make me quit the pizza. Yeah? It was a power play. It was cool. I wasn't going to stand for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's heavy. Bro. Still for the common people, common men. Oh, my God. So I was quit on principle, but nobody else was. They were too afraid to follow. So who's right now in the pizza group? I don't know. You, you know. No, I don't know. It's like... It's like uh, it's probably Luke's group. I made Luke the president, and I left. Yeah, yeah. When I took him out, I, I got him out of there before I left, because it was like a little game. So I guess I'm partially responsible. I was turning it into my own little, you know, my own little power game. That's oh, yeah, that's so, yeah. I'm not innocent. I'm not claiming that. <laughs> All right, I, I'm out of stuff to talk about. If I'm talking about the pizza group, you know I got nothing to talk about. Well, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a half a bag of laundry at home. I'm going to do it on Friday. You're going to go, go close night? I'll probably go see Madball up in Albany on Sunday. There you go. Who are they playing with? Do you remember? Uh, 
I don't know. Who are they on the road with? I don't even know. I'm not sure. They're, playing they're, they're playing up in Albany, right outside of Albany at uh, Chrome. So I'm going to go to that. All right. It's about a 30, it's about 40 minute drive from my farm. Yeah. So I'll be up there on the weekend. I'll go hang out and see what's going on. Nice. Have some laughs. Yeah, of course. Well, I figured that when we when we got together, it would be like, I mean, how much are we getting? You've been on 94 different podcasts. It's 20 degrees out, though. I can't ride my bike up there. I'd love to ride my bike up there and, like, ride home. Right. Get on the throughway for a minute. Nice. Not happening. Not happening. Too cold. Listen. I'll probably have to take the, the... If I don't take my girl's car, I'll take the van, van up there. i got to drop some stuff up there anyway. Hey, you're in, you're in the uh, in the sick of it all van now, huh? Yeah, I had to come up. My car got put in the shop today. Nice. Yeah, stuff well, that, that stink from the... The, the, the one with the trap? What trap? Remember, remember in your car the trap got stuck? Oh, yeah. The album yeah and that's they made finally done. That's, okay. So it's it took about a year to clean out. That took about a year to clean out. What happened? And, and I, I, sprayed, I, sprayed it, I sprayed it with vinegar recently because somebody threw up in my car. They were sick of my car. So I sprayed it with vinegar and then it smelled like vinegar for about two months. It's, 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 it's better than puke. What, <laughs> yeah, it's true. When we, when we shot the, uh, the shithead music video, yes. we went to Mori after and we all clucked like crammed in his car like eight people and literally like eight people and if Craig's car is not suited to really take eight people like it's that it's a RAV4 as, as soon as we sat it's like a, a not it's a medium sized action yeah. yeah so as soon as I sat in the front he looks at me as soon as he closes the doors and all the windows and everyone's saying he goes you still smell it and I was like <laughs> and I was like <laughs> vaguely the slightest hint but I'd have to know it already right um, because we're on a very hot day yeah the year the summer before uh, we did the album it's also the faster the yeah. when you open the window it's gone in 10 seconds right as soon as you open the window and the air gets through it's gone well, once, yeah if you, you, uh, you know windows up hot day the stent starts percolating in there the, uh, it's because they had like a it was a, the chip rain thing that happened the rain comes in and then all the leaves turn to that down. gunk and that get gunk gets stuck in your drain, in your in your, your hood drain, right. in front of your hood, and then it will stop causing a car when you take it to the car park in New, Jer- in New Jersey and you're on tour for five weeks. Right. But it rains into your car for five weeks straight. You come back, you have two foot puddles where you're supposed to stand. That's and not you, good. And you scream at the car people, the parking people. You scream at them saying they broke your car. They're like half ready to call the cops, and then you realize, wait a minute. It's been sitting here. It was clogged when I left. Right. And it's sitting here for five months. So what happens, when we went to this pizzeria in Staten Island that Craig loved, that none of us loved. What place? The guy that you told the guy you loved his pizza. Um, What place? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I know exactly which place I'm talking about. Air it out. Look at the smile. Tell me the name. You see the smile? What's the name of the place? Jerry. No, exactly. I don't know the name of the guy who said the ticket. Yeah, we're going to take those two to go. You want to see the set menu? You want to see a dessert menu? Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. He needs Spumoni in his life. Oh, okay. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> so anyway, what you saying? What's the name of the place? Tell me the name of the place. I'll remember. I think, I think, uh, I think so with an R, maybe? Rizzo's? Rose? Roses. I don't know. You're the, talking about the, the place, place with the guy, where the, the, the chef harass- was sitting in back. The chef was harassing us, all three. And he was like, you like it? He, he, he compared it. He said it was the LMP. You remember that? Yeah, he kept jumping you, over. You, can you want Hold on. Back you want Spumoni for the table? What do you want I got to leave in two minutes, so you guys get what you're doing. Call it. I don't know. This is your spot. It's not my spot. But I'm just saying, the pizza was great. I'm going to make you a little something. I got you. Just Spumoni. Something small. Yeah. Uh, you remember my coffee, cappuccino, espresso? Craig? No, it's too late. It's too late. I got deep. 
It's classy. Hey, it's classy. Yeah, you like, you like, you're supposed to be like, like a half a guinea. Thank you very much. It's late. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Not that late. Listen, the, the guy's got dementia. He's telling stories from episode 50. Leave him alone. He's going to be up at 5 a.m. to yell at the kids. Your first time having it? Yeah, incredible. I mean, the, you know, it, it, it lived up to its reputation like, very yeah. easily. Good to hear. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. A lot of places have that. this big reputation. You think, like, how's it going to be? This yeah. was... Well, glad you enjoyed it. As far as Square's goes, the best I ever had. You know? Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, my boss. Yeah, yeah. I like that other place. That I, I still love Avondale. I think yeah, Avondale's great. Yeah, Avondale's it's place. good. The other place we went to was. Avondale's like, like, it's a lot like this. A little different, but it's very similar. Yeah, but this is better. The other place. It gets you high, though. It was cold. Same delicious food. It was soupy. It doesn't like me bringing this up. He doesn't like it. I know what you're talking about now. Nah, he, doesn't, he doesn't like it that I'm bringing it up. No? no. That's why he's, try, he's trying to deflect the conversation. Was the, guy, was the guy not harassing us, all three of us? You're speaking in riddles. There's people listening like, Craig, why don't you just spit Some the fucking like, thing Some guy's like, how is this? How is this? It's like L&B, right? It's the best you ever had, right? It's the best you ever had. Look, goes, he's touching. He's touching. I say to the guy, I go, nervous. I said nervous. something sure like, yeah. Make a little. Make sure it distorts the mic. like, yeah, it's very good, this and that. I don't remember exactly. Okay, this is what happened. So they walk in. I walk in. He's giving me the end of the table here. <laughs> this is good stuff. This is, this is, you know, sometimes you got to be, you know, respectful and, and Of course. And, and, and nice. Sometimes you go for the throat, I understand. But, you know, yeah, exactly. But sometimes when, when you walk in and we're sitting there like, oh, you know, we have a lot of pizza. I mean, we're making the pizza album at this point in our brains, right? We're, right. And, uh, and, and they're trying to compare it to another popular place, which we have mentioned multiple times. Our right. favorite place is Stan Yeah, and, and basically our favorite place is Stan Island. And he's like, oh, we, we got one like that too, right? And we're trying it out. And they're like, yeah, it's bring it back. We just figured we it just out. Figured it out. We figured it out. They brought it. It was cold. It was wet. Good. It looked good, but it was soupy. Soupy, but like soupy in a way that it was spilling over its sides. Not soupy in a way where you're getting delicious sauce. And I touch it, and I'm like, yeah, like it's literally like cold in the middle, which I thought was kind of like, what the fuck? And then the cook, like I thought maybe they're screwing with us or some shit, like, but then the cook comes out and he sits like where Craig sits, like right behind, that would be where I was. Craig's right right there, Armand's up here. The guy sits behind and he's watching. Sucking on, sucking his teeth. He's like this. He's looking. He's looking over the table. His teeth, and he goes, snapping his, snapping he goes, his fingers. Like, you guys like it? Because um, now, well, well, we posted a few times and we, you know, we, we've tagged the other. He's like a guy named Augie or something. And, and he's like looking at us and he's like, he's giving us a real look. Chauncey. And uh, and someone just uh, at the table was just like, yeah, hey, it's good, it's good, it's good. You know what I'm saying? And the guy's looking at me again. I was like, I just kind of pleaded the fifth. Yeah. I kind of pleaded. I, I just didn't want to say to the guy, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, the comparisons were made. All right. You were Sweden. Were Do you want to chime in here? The guy's asked if it's better than this place, it's better than that place, it's better than that place. And I was like, yeah, it's great, it's great, it's great, it's the best. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up. It's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah. these guys, but these guys won't, these guys won't let me live it down. No, no, you, no, you no. Know, I should have called them, you know, they wanted me to go punch them in the face and wind them in jail or something. Come on. Say, say the thing you said. The thing you said. I don't remember. Say the thing such a lying sack It's right in there, and he's just like, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, I don't Jerry, remember shitting and grin. I told him it was better than the place down the block, but it was. Because you said, well, I... Because the guy was all the fuck over. No, you said, because you said... 
the, the other one was a little too sweet sometimes. A little too sweet. It's a sweet a little too sweet. Now, granted, you can't have it every day. We, we agreed on this point. But the guy is looking at it. And, and I'm just I'm like, now I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, no. He's so mouthy. Yeah. Like, loyalty, man. Come on, loyalty to this. And it's just like, and the guy, and, and I was just like, nah, and I got in the car, and he goes, and immediately, still sat in that, the car, which still stunk. Which we had discovered on the way over to the pizzeria. When we were leaving, they tried to, to, to throw it at us again, the people at the register and everything, like, oh, so what'd you think? Blah, blah. And I just I just went outside. I was like, I'm not having this conversation. Right. He's like, yeah, you know, I've this. I've never had that. I think I was really rude to the girl yeah. at the register. Yeah, he was like, yeah, but he, he, started, he started then chiming in. He was like, it could have been comfortable. It was a little, little, little cold in the middle. I'm telling you, it was cold, cold sauce in the middle. Yeah, it's no good. <clears throat> And so we went in, in the car, and immediately just, he just turns to me and just starts explaining. Jerry, you got to understand, the guy is looking at me. <laughs> you know that this was like his pride and joy in the past that month. Guy was he put like so Velcro. much work into it. That guy was Velcro. He was proud of his pizza. Good he was you. proud your pizza's of good. It. No, your pizza's not that good. No, but well, the other side, your pizza sucks. You could have. You, you fucked up. Well, no, you could have. No, she would have been a dick okay. for doing but, that. But he, he, she would have been honest. I'm never going back again. No, 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 no. no. Right, having this little bubble. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. Their margarita pizza is very great. good. Very good. So we That's had judged it on that. We had already had that. So now you, you, you're going to nice. promote something. Hurt somebody's feelings. You want to try the thing. It's not like the guy's asking me, like, will you buy this stock from me? Right. That's a little different. I'd yeah. be like, no, I'm not buying this stock. And you know what this right. guy Armand does? Is my pizza good? Yeah, your pizza's great. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. You know what this guy Armand does during, during the gang vocals? What? He I buys, got a, He buys a bunch of those pies for the... the <laughs> Sick, sick man. Sick, sick man. Sick man. <laughs> for sport, he's just, when it comes to like for sporting purposes, he's a sick man. Yeah, he's a sick man. I was like, why are we came from this place? And and he just looks at me. He's like, Whoa. He's, like, he's like, it's Craig's favorite pizza. <laughs> I'd say this was my favorite uh, Sicilian pizza. There you go. And that's yeah, it. You got to try a nutshell. You got to try a more Sicilian. It's very nice. I will. It's traditional. Jeez, not next great. time, no, next time, time no podcast. I'll just come out with their, their, their Sicilian is great. They're right. known for their regular pie, but the Sicilian is great too. I saw a picture yeah. the other day. I was like, why have I not best, had best, this? Best, best, best traditional New York round pie in New York. All right. So next time we'll we'll get together. No, no recording. No shit. We'll just go. We'll shoot the shit. We'll yeah, just yeah. fuck that. We'll get Jay over there. All right. Jay's like the mayor. You know what I mean? Yeah. He threatens a lot though. Does he? Yeah. You know, like you know, it's the say it's the best, or I'll shoot you in the face. Say it's the best, you'll never be. Out back in the door, but I say it's the best because it is the best. All right. Now that I've spilled, me. Now that I've spilled the beans at this impeachment, that was you can't just walk out. Now you gotta hang out. You just got me impeached. You gonna leave? Say that. Do we, do we, you know, this is like I feel like usually when I do a podcast, I pull on some hard strings. I tell some stories of my youth, and yeah. childhood, and yeah, stories of like you know, like look what he's bringing. He's bringing you so oh. adorable. Yes. Oh wow, look at that. Are you guys out of your mind with this thing? That's strong. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, you gotta stay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Go you have no idea. Wait, 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 guys, we get in this, get in. This. Yeah, come here. And I thought you guys were gonna be lady in the trapping when I got here, but instead you got this. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah see that? Then see, not a visual podcast, but you know, we're taking pictures over here. And there it is. Thank Thanks, you. buddy. Yeah, yeah. This Thanks. thing is retarded.
potted right now. Look at that. Let's go. Come What's on, that what are you called? doing? What's that called? The, 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 that's the tartufo. Tartufo with some spumoni right there. That's There's mad the, spumoni. The spumoni right there. It's, you got a lot insane. of things going on in here. You got another tartufo on top. This is dumb. Isn't that sick? That spumoni? The Rambo spumoni is It's stupid, nice. right? It's stupid. You got to bring this all melted back to your girl. It's got oh. pistachio. It's got... Yeah, no, I, I, no, I, I really glue Five it. minutes. Where you got to go? To the wife? No, nope, nope, nope. It's not that. It's, I, like, I literally have, like, an actual thing I'm in charge of. You can't eat all this. No. And I'm kidding, like, I couldn't show up, guys. I have to eat ice cream. Where you going? This is retarded. Yeah. Will you send over that picture? I will. Jerry. Take it easy. Take it easy. Nice. Jerry's Jerry's it's leaving now, everybody. Bye, bad. Jerry. Bye, Jerry. Thanks for telling that story, you prick. You want to you get anybody? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to relive the shame. Oh, it's good. It's harder, right? Summer coming here must be just amazing. Yeah. Who are you doing? Today, don't worry about it. Today, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah? Yeah. Like you said. So I'm me. Don't worry about it. Enjoy. This is incredible, man. Right? It's unbelievable. There's like these huge boats that they make too. Like like four times the size. Amazing. Yeah. That's a summer fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Spumoni garden, bro. Good. Well, I'm gonna dig into this. You wanna end this podcast with a song or something? Uh yeah, what do you got in mind? I don't know. One of your bands. That um, won't get sued over. Oh. Well, losing the whole topic. So oh. It's retarded. All right. First, let's say, Helen Beast Pomoni Gardens. Gets the highest marks. See that? Doesn't even come shy. Of, I'm not going to say a 10 because nothing's a 10. All right. But this this place, in my experience tonight, breaks a 9.5. Wow, hurdles right over it. And uh, one, one of the, as far as New York goes, uh, you know, one of the three best places I've ever had pizza. And by far the best this morning I've ever had. Do that? Great. There you go. Unbelievable, delicious. Glad you enjoyed yourself. Oh, yeah. Glad you came out to Brooklyn to my neck of the woods. There you go. I don't live far from here. I live like half a mile out. Looks like a pretty good 20 mile ride from here. Where, where, where in Greenfield? Bayside. So it's like North Queens. It's like the end of Queens. No traffic. How long? Half hour? Yeah, half hour. Of course not that half bad. Well, you know, it's the belt. You got to take. You got to go past Kennedy Airport and then take the belt for a while. Yeah. Past all the like swamps and swamps and bodies rotting from the '80s. Yep. All of, all of that. You go. You go past the garbage dumps over there. Yep. 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 Nice. Very good. Well. Yeah, I, I knew that because you've, you've done a hundred podcasts. We've spoken twice before. It's like we're gonna rehash the same old stories. You know what I mean? So I figure we talk about you know what's that guy's name? The Bramble Boxer guy. Oh, Livingstone, Livingstone, Bramble, Rossite, Bramble. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hey, you uh, you know that you know that uh, that outtakes record we did? Yeah, of course. You know the first song I believe. I believe. Yeah. Play that song. Yeah? I used to like that song. I used to, that's like a boxing song. For me, that was like a boxing song. That's a great song. There's a lot of songs when on I that. I was going in the gym and I would be sparring like a really like, serious guy. Yeah. I'd listen to that in the car with a couple of other songs. You know what I mean? Get myself like in the right frame of mind to do that. I believe it's a great song. I'll definitely play that. I have, I have everything. Um, that song 86 is a great song. That's a good song, yep. It is. You don't play it. I think I believe it's like an unsung classic. I like that one. 
There's a lot on there, man. Even like your guys' cover of um, Oh Hell Breaks Loose is great. That was good. That was good. That's great. You know what I like? When we did that, our uh, Who's to Do cover. The bass is like really loud. The Last Resort cover is great. I know the Who's to Do cover what was that? Target. The song Target. Target. Yeah. It's like a hard. We just recorded that in Germany in the middle of like a six week tour one day. Oh, really? We just like went into the studio, didn't even know the song. It was like live just smashed it out I was like when I was done I was like is this any good and then I listened to it like a week later I was like oh it's great yeah it's like so like raw and to the point you know Target Rip Off is a good song and, and um what's that what's the song cause Disco Kids Make Me Sick what is that fucking song Last Resort oh uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Working Class Kids yeah, yeah. great there's a, there's a lot of gems on that record right one Whoever I do, but whoever, whoever is the set yeah, Nazi, yeah, I heard. Did you? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, a couple, two, three people said a couple, two, three things. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Good music, it's rock and roll, basically. You know? It's all right. Hey. I can't listen to it a lot. I'm eating a fucking a wafer cone right now. How'd this happen? Right? You sound like me when I was talking about the pizza place in Thailand. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're just messing around. Please. Yeah, of course. Well, this little inside stupid joke. Yeah, silly things. All right, cool. So, off of the outtakes for the Outcast record, we're gonna close with, uh, I believe, and follow Craig ahead on Instagram at Craig ahead and support sick of it all. I gotta get that check. You know what I mean? I just gotta write it in. I'm sure they'll give it to me. What? The blue the authentication thing. thing. I never did it. You gotta send it to my friends. Do you? Yeah. Put your ID and which, shit. Which one? Whichever one you want. Jerry Callow or Craig Ahead? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. you probably get it. I'll get it. Maybe. There's like all kinds of fucking different... They're gonna see, I'm gonna say my name, my real name. Right. I'll tell them my, the other thing I'm in. The other band, and they'll look and they'll see it's me. And if they don't, then... If they don't, then have the way again. I want one too. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, man. All right. I'll see you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Go to LMB. It's delicious. Exactly. And we're over here now. We're over here. Now. All right. Well, we're back over here. I'm taking over a photo. Here now. Where are we? Where are we right now? Are you? No. See, I have to let this guy. We're in Amore Pizza, Queens, New York. Flushing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flushing Queens. A pizza. Just have my friend Tony, best pizza man in New York, make the pie. Just by the luck of the draw, we happened to run on my dear old friend Bundy and Jay and Linda, so uh, it turned into a party here. Right. This is like part two of part two. I know you're We're recording this a week later than what you were just listening to. Yeah, we're over here now. Well, take a look at this. Now, now look. You, see what, you see the beauty is? I see how it glistens and gleams. First of all, the pie has come out. Let's just say the pie has come out. It's shown. Up. It's in front of us. It's it straight look? out the oven. Looks good. Looks consistent. It looks very consistent. Okay, it's got. It's but got I go in the back. He called me, making my pie. He said, "Yeah, oh, okay, I come in back. I'm making your pie." See, I knew it. I knew it's Antonio. He had to get here early. He had to get early and put the word Craig, in. Craig, look over here now. <laughs> <laughs> 
You have to get here early to make sure I got a reputation here. For, I don't give a fuck. Here, over a week. has a reputation. I'm just tailgating. Over a week. I don't have the reputation. Here and them have the reputation. I'm just tailgating. This man over here, Jay's the guy that turned me on to this place. I knew about it when I was a kid, but I didn't recognize till I sat here and ate, and ate a pie and really paid So this is what you when, claim. When you're, when you're 15 or 12, every pizza's good. As a grown man, I come here and I recognize this is the best traditional New York pizza there is. Best after school slice, huh? 100%. All right. And that's no nonchalant. I won't be last week, which was fabulous. That was the best Brooklyn style square. You gave it a 9.5. Yeah, that's right. But this this pie right here is going to get at least a 9.8, probably a 9.9. You think? The only way it's going to be attentive is there's hundreds underneath it. (laughs) (laughs) Hold that one side. Hold that one. Here we go. Let me know. Yeah. That was cool. This is it. Yeah, Jim, Jim, he did the thing that like I talked about in the other stories. He's got the cook right behind him. Right yeah, he's yeah. got you in the pressure. Is this right? Yeah. I want to see. I want to see. You know what the beauty uh, is? It's saucy. Right. It's saucy. No, it's saucy. No. I'm a fan of sauce. Yeah, Look it's saucy. It's not too much cheese. This right here, crispy. Look, he's Sam, beautiful. He's putting gimmicks on here. I'm not putting gimmicks on. I just do yeah, it. You put gimmicks on all the time. Gimmicks. But this right here, it's not floppy. It's perfect. It's the best pie you're ever gonna eat. Listen, that's my point. I think I might be a fan. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. It's hot, huh? <laughs> How is it? Let me know. School. Let me. That's good shit, man. <laughs> Old school. You got the nice grease on the top. Nah. Orange grease. Orange. Yeah, this is an after-school slice. That's good. Ass. I'm a big fan. Look at that bottom. That's consistent on the bottom. Yeah, it has like the by the crust. It has the one. It has the one little crack. Yeah. And it doesn't flop over when you hold it. I'll be good stuff. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Beautiful. Thank you. Let me get in here. Now. Let me the get key is the sauce. It's not generous with the sauce, but it doesn't get sloppy. It doesn't burn. It doesn't wilt. It doesn't wilt. The grease is like crack. Yeah. The grease, you know, the grease turns orange. Yeah, this definitely has crack factor. Because there's real sauce on there. Without a doubt. It's not over cheesed. The crust is thin. Traditional New York crust. It's not some fancy crust. You know what I mean? It's it's a classic New York crust. The best tasting sauce you're going to find. And, and, and a good amount of it. And, not to, and a really quality cheese without being over cheese. Right. But the first pie, pie I had here was not like this. When I came here with the Insiguri guys after pre-production at Astoria, you know, it was different colors. It was less. It wasn't to the edge like it is all means, the bottom. All that means is Poland was cooking and they had a couple of vodkas. Do you think the people that are listening to this care about the, how we're talking about pizza so much? The ones that are from New York, do Yeah. All right. Just getting your general... Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my buddy Jay, the bus driver. Jay the bus driver. Best bet I ever lost in my life was doing the Amore Challenge. Thank God. Thank God I did it. Never been happy to admit the, to, to admit defeat in my life because ultimately it was a great victory. Now I'm welcomed here with open arms. I love it. Yeah. Really good, right? Excellent. Everybody wins. Everybody, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Yeah, this 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 pie's up there. Even the one with the music video sheet shoot when we did a uh, shithead. That pie was slamming, but this one's even better than that. Look at you, you're burning up. You're like a savage. You see that text thread he had going on the way here? Yeah, I good Mexico. 
Yeah, I caught him early. I said, hey, I'm bringing some guys. He goes, I'm going to put one together for you now. He knows that life without too much cheese. Right. It's not under cheese. No. It's just when you too much cheese, it hurts a little bit. All right. Well, you know what? It's excellent. Good thing you got it early, make sure. But I, but I, but I think I have to agree with Bundy. L&B, bro. I mean, not L&B. Dupont. Dupont. Yeah. If you love Dupont, that's great. Yeah, but this this is nothing to sneeze at. After all. Shit. Most people say either or. Well, this is what I was going to have to put it up against, because most people fall into the category of one or the other, but yeah. they're both respected. Like, you can say that Newport and the Hero are just different because Newport yeah, true. Yeah. New Park's your favorite. Right? New Park's your favorite? Yeah, New Park's my favorite. Okay. Yeah, New Park's ridiculous. So it's like salt from the bottom. Valentine's Day, we go there, we get our shit. Nice. It's romantic. It's a little romantic. I'm sure my husband will make a heart cheese. Take out. Control nice. eye down your throat. <laughs> oh my god. So. Hey, do you see this right here? I do. It's got the orange oil and there's a good amount of sauce and the yep. cheese is sort of mixing with the sauce. That's beautiful right there. Yeah, it's nice. See, I know, you know how I know this back factor? As I'm looking at the slice, I'm thinking about taking it before I'm even done with this one. Mm. You know? Like, oh, no, nobody grabbed that one. Like, I'm like, hey, Craig, you want to explain to people who are listening what the crack factor is when it comes to pizza? Crack factor is it. If it's it. If you crave it like crack, then you know it's good pizza. When I want pizza, I think about this taste, and I get, I get like, super, like, antsy for it, you know? And I gotta say, L&B had a crack factor. Yeah. Yeah. One of the rare places, there's very few places that have it, but I ate L&B, I was like, kind of really eating it fast. Yeah, I went home, went home, I went home, I threw up acid into my stomach in the middle of the night. Nice. I ate to my throat. I had to throw, you know, I had to, like, go and spit it up, like, three times. I couldn't sleep, so I was like, it was like battery acid coming up. That's a sign of a good pie. Yeah. All right, here we go. Thank you. All right. It's like you're eating it so fast, it's like you gotta let the stem cool down. Oh, yeah. If you got a couple of bowls or something. Nice. Now, just ba it's, a, it's a basic spaghetti. It's al dente. They gave us a little weenie. <clears throat> it's a simple sauce. It's very nice. You guys want a little cheese on there? A little pepper? On there? Yeah. All right. You know what? I just wanted to take a quick little. I just gotta say that the, uh, the podcast is sponsored by Generation Records at 210 Thompson Street in the West Village. Go to generationrecords.com and you can order anything online from them. Go to the spot. They have anything you need, anything you want. And there's all sorts of merch downstairs. Records. All, I mean, imports. I mean, it's like the greatest record store in the city. Um, follow them on Instagram at Generation Records. And, uh, always has been, right? Generation Records. Yep. So thanks, Mark and Generation Records for sponsoring this. And uh, also New Republic Printing. Go to newrepublicprinting.net. Check them out. Go to their section where there's a whole list of everything that you can get. Things printed on anything. Um, follow them on Instagram at New Republic Printing. 
There's no screen fees. There's no setup fees. No nothing. Like I said on every podcast, you can get 100,000 shirts made. It's free shipping to a commercial address. It doesn't cost you a dime. Best in the business. Been using them over for over a decade. So shout out to Steve McCarthy and New Republic Printing for sponsoring this consistently. Yeah. And with that, we're back to pizza. I appreciate you swallowing before you do the, uh, now listen, the Jimmy, drops right there. Yeah, listen, this is I off real, the cuff. I realize there's high pressure on you because no, high pressure on me. Was sitting here, all these guys are here. Yeah, so, you know, if your opinion changes, you have to say it. At Basically, some point. Craig saying he was recreating the scenario. I was saying last. Whose opinion is going to change? The table telling me not to tell the story. That's basically saying he did that. What are you bringing that up for? What are you bringing that up for? About a half hour ago, people are listening to that story with Julie under the bus. Gary's looking for trouble. I got Bundy here. You better watch out here, treat. I got a guy right there. Take care of you. I'm going to take care of you right away. Broccoli's good. Very nice. Should we get uh, spaghetti for the table? We got spaghetti. You got spaghetti. But they, they do a nice eggplant too. Of course. I, I knew you were gonna bring up eggplant. It's fresh. Yeah. It's fresh cut. I'm obsessed with eggplant. I know you do. They do a fresh cut eggplant, and they just dip it in a little bit of like a like a like a like an egg wash. Delicious. Simple. Good. Nice. <laughs> Jimmy was going to bring up eggplant. Always. Jimmy was amazed. Every day I get a text for you and it's something that's really working out. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy was amazed that uh, when we had our little food exchange like we do in the text where I sent the picture of the lasagna I was making and then you sent some pictures back of you with the the bowl, you know, and... and, uh, That looked good. He's like, in the shower, he's like, what's going on? The phone's like, bing, 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 I'm in the shower and when I look at you, you're like, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy fucking drops out. He gets really questionable in the 11th. I'm, 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 I'm like, yo, I'm in the shower. I'm sending pictures of Leone mozzarella and the and he's freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> My phone's on stopper. I probably had three coffees that afternoon. Oh, Ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so, anyway. All right, so now we, we can't compare, obviously, an L&B slice because it's completely different. Two different apps. This, this is a classic New York slice. Right. Well, you can't compare uh, a that square with it right there. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is, this is, uh, you jump on the third one. No. Two no. slices, that's it. Two slices, that's it. I don't want to be, like, throwing up in my sleep. <laughs> like you. You ate four pounds of spumoni that night. I got, I got sick. I got sick. I know you did. This is a dessert. Throwing up battery ass. You see that picture? Battery ass. No, I, I took it. There's a, there's like a foot high of spumoni and ice cream cones. It's really good. You ate it all. I had four bites. This, this meal right here is my winter Here's send-off. Just one take this one. This is my winter send-off to, uh, um, my diet starts tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. See, this is, this is my head process. Thin, so it's already going. It's because it's sitting for a little while. It doesn't try. It's not that it doesn't travel amazing because it's it's right out of the oven pizza. Right. You notice That's when you walk in here, nothing's behind glass. Right. They only serve what comes out of the oven. Right. They pull it out. They cut it up. They serve it when it's gone. They set the, you know the other one comes right out. Sometimes it's got to wait two minutes. Yeah. If it gets busy, they throw in two. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing sitting that gets reheated ever. Everything's fresh. It's good. It's not hipster pizza. Jerry, I'm putting your water bottle over that's here. Right, that's now you see, the, owner, the owners here, are from, they, they, they rose from the ashes of the old Gloria's on Main Street, which is a famous pizza place in Queens. Like Queen, one of Queens is the most famous pizza place. Gloria's Pizza. Okay. So, it's the owners from Gloria's. The 
old owners went here and opened the Mori and also opened a place called uh, Lucia, which is still right off Main Street. Not anymore, but originally it was. Yeah, but they sold it to you. Okay. Yeah. Not the same. All right. So Lucia was sold two years ago. The original owners no longer own it. And word on the street is it's not quite what it once was, but it was similar to this. Pretty, pretty close. Old point. school, simple. Yeah. Yeah. Similar. I feel like, I feel like it's 1985. Yeah, same recipe. They put on more cheese from what I remember. They cooked it in that little tin thing, yeah. <laughs> which made it a little less uh, crispy. It made it less brown. It made it more white, but yeah. still but still, still kind of crisp. Yeah. It was like a you know different take on this with the same ingredients. Gotcha. But, well, you know, anyway, that, that's like that's like a, a history right there, Queen's Pizza. At least in this area. So there's Queen's, Queen's Pizza tours. Did, did Richie Crotch ever come here? Yeah. Mr. Richie Wisdom? Yeah. Him? What'd he say? We used to talk about this crazy. Because <laughs> I go crazy about this place. When I brought Richie here, he ate it. He said it was great. He said it was great. We left. A week later, I got a text from him. He goes, Amori may be the best traditional slice I've ever had. Really? So he recognized. All right. Listen, everybody's got their place. I'm sure. not saying this has to be your number one. I'm saying you got to, if you're a New Yorker, you know what this is. Sure. Even if you're not a New Yorker and you know what New York pizza is, you're going to know what this is. Yeah. I get it. I want to know what yeah. First talk. bite I knew. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow. We had that on it's video. Good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't stop. <laughs> this is my, uh, as far as I'm concerned, this is the palace. <laughs> Should I keep that quiet? <laughs> Too late now. Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, wow, I'm in big trouble over here. <laughs> See how we said that? Sounded wow. like you want a more endorsement. I bet it eat up this week. Might have been my last meal here. Or well, my last meal in general. We might get your face made out of uh, oh. like pizza. <laughs> so, over the weekend, I went and saw Madball play up in, in Albany. Great show. Oh, always a great show. It was like the, There's not one time like that I've seen Madball where they weren't the awesome. Up, it was the upstate BNB holiday party. It was so good. They killed it. The place was packed. I saw a million people I haven't seen in forever. It was great. As a matter of fact, the three people sitting at the other table, Jay Bundy and Linda, I saw just on Sunday night up at the show. See that? Give me the cheese over there. I've seen Madball. I don't know how many times since, since you know, the early mid nineties. Such a tight band. There's not one time where it's like they ever disappointed ever. No, no, no. no matter how many yeah. people were at the show, no matter what, it was ridiculous. Like, always, always, always tight. They're always on point. Always. Mm-hmm. Boy, he's a good MD. Musical director. Yeah. Hey, you see him like he's looking at he's looking at Mike and Cheese, nodding his head, down to bring it down a notch, kick it up a notch. Yeah. He's like an MD. Tight as fuck, man. He's like uh, like Dr. David Letterman, Paul uh, Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Like always the Paul. Shaver <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta call him. That's good, that's good. <laughs> Man, oh my god. Boy, is the Paul Schaefer of hardcore. <sighs> nice. Do you want to uh, 
We're going to the, uh, to a Saba moment. Pay our little respects. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Well, well, I'll just say this. After we wrapped up last week, you know, I'm on a text thread with Craig and Jerry, and uh, I believe it was Jerry. I don't know, remember who, but you know, we were thinking about it like all day long, and then once we all got together, we, you know, kind of everything kind of felt normal, and we started talking and eating pizza and bullshitting, and. We felt that uh, we should have said a couple of things about Vinny Valley passing away. Rest in peace. Rest in, Rest in peace. So, so basically, this it was the the basis of us getting together again today to talk about him and also come to Amore and do basically a part two of part two within one episode, which this is. So, yeah. gentlemen, the floor is yours. Yeah, basically, one thing that I thought of when it was like, I couldn't, I was trying to do like a mix that day, and like, I, I was just, like, it was frankly so distracted, you know, from someone that I've, you know, listened to for 25 plus years on drums to becoming friends with through his drum playing. And uh, the weird thing was that as soon as we all got together and, and, and like, we just sat down and just started recording. And it was like a sad day, like all day, I felt like shit. It was like all yeah. of a sudden, so like... we get to laugh a little bit. We started laughing at how times and like, I, it, it fell out of my mind, which I think is an important thing when you realize of what we have in like hardcore and in our scene is the fact that no matter how fucked up you life is getting and how ridiculous it is when you get together and all that shit kind of goes away it puts you in the moment like with your friends you know, like a chosen family and like you know and afterwards I, I, you know I felt like that kind of guilt you know what I mean like I can't believe we didn't say that and acknowledge that because yeah, everything, everything felt normal no, you know what I mean I stopped up but it felt normal but and then I didn't I immediately didn't feel normal after that and right. like I was back to you know and I've been you know mourning it all week you know and uh, uh, listening to his stuff. He's a you know, amazing man. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Excellent drummer. Just a nice all-around guy. Whenever I'd see him, we'd you know, talk it up and chat it up and laugh. Always laughing. You know? Always laughing and smiling. Man. We'd get together. We'd, have, we'd crack up like crazy. Just just like uh, a couple weeks ago. He, about a month ago. <coughs> he texted me. And I haven't heard from him in a while. And he said, hey, you know, you know, Tommy, my friend Tommy I used to box with. You know, he's like, hey, I met this guy Tommy. And he's sending me pictures of him and my friend Tommy hanging out. I used to, I used to, you know, I know this guy named Tommy Bowen. Different guy, Queens guy, a fireman now. And uh, so, you know, so Tommy was telling stories of me and him boxing. And now, now, right now, Tommy's probably 6'4", 250, 60 pounds. He's just a monster. I don't know how much he weighs. He's a, he's a monster. If you looked at him and you looked at me, you'd say, this guy would kill me. But back when he was skinnier and we were closer in weight, I was helping him get over the, the hump boxing. Right. Right? Yeah. So I would beat his ass, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he was learning and he got better and got to the point where, you know, sometimes he would beat my ass. But, but the, the point is that, uh, you know, Tommy was telling these stories and Vinny only knows me as a hardcore guy. So he was like all excited telling me, this guy's telling me stories about your boxing and all that. And he was like pretty thrilled and it was like, we were like two little kids because I was talking about old boxing stories yeah. which got me really excited. Yeah. So we're like going back and forth, and uh, it was just so good to talk to him. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like, Vinny's so good to hear from you, blah blah blah. And we're like yeah. goofing around and joking, and like I'm like, yo, we gotta get together, we gotta hang out, blah blah blah. And uh, it just fucking lit up my whole day when I talked to him. It was so exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he had that, he had that power of just lighting up the room. Yeah. That, you know, people 
people say that about, but he's like, it sounds like a cliche thing to say, but after the fact, but that was the truth. Hysterical. He met this guy, Tommy, out of nowhere, right? And Tommy's a nice guy, really sweet guy, you know? And the two of them, it's like the way they were doing, he was talking about Tommy, and Tommy even hit me up and go, I met your friend Vinny, like, the next day. It was like they knew each other their whole lives, but they only met for one afternoon, you know what I mean? It was that kind of, Vinny had that kind of vibe, you know what I mean? And I saw him at the show we played with AF in Brooklyn, and I saw him, but it was so busy, I talked to him for like 10 minutes, Yeah. and then I hear that this in the morning, I'm like, what the... Yeah, yeah. That's the same experience I have with him. But like, I got to know him through his drumming first, right? And then, yeah, like, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, and then you get to meet the person and find out how hilarious he is. And then all of a sudden, everything he does in drums becomes even more amazing. Like, I was listening to No Redeeming's uh, Rocks the Party the other day yeah. in the car. And like, just thinking about how much his drumming like influenced me as a player. And, um, and then it gets the part in the CD where he starts leaving the, the answer machine voice messages for I think Dean and uh, it's it's hysterical like I saw the crack up in the car as if it was the first time I heard it 25 years later you know and he's just and he, the, he keeps hanging up the phone and keeps calling him back I'm sorry the way I acted you know and it's just and that was the way he was he was just a ball busting funny nice smiling guy and, and you know like I had the honor of like recording him once for um, the Symphony and the Hooligans uh, EP thing that he was going to play that's on the right. full length. But that's then, right, you did do that. Yeah, but right. then he broke his finger like we before we were supposed to record the full length. Uh, you know, he was doing Kill Your Idols full time again. So we just did this this thing, and and then after he did the EP, I slipped in and filled in on drums, and I had to learn Vinny's things. And everything he plays is so um, specific. It's so it's music written to go with the riff like very musical in the way that it's intentional and it's straightforward and it's hard hitting like he never played soft he always played hard and with heart you know and to me it's like that's yeah exactly it's like definitely like definition you know what I mean I mean from Warzone to No Redeeming to Play Your Idols you can't you can't you better have a funny moment if you're gonna hang out and play in No Redeeming oh we're gonna play in No Redeeming you better have a funny bone. Yeah, because those guys can pull a fucking. They can make a rock laugh. Oh yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. And then he, does, and then he does bands like Gray Area, and it's amazing making like Ernie. You know, Ernie singing, and him and Ernie are writing like lyrics. Like Vinny wrote like half the lyrics. Really? Yeah. Like, you know, so that's what Jason was telling me. Like, and that's what I'd heard from other people. And it's like, what a contributor. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw that online. I saw that online somewhere, and I was like, no way, no way. Yeah. Right after I saw it, a little bit later, Ernie. Him on the text. You know, hey, did you hear? I was like, you know, so fucking terrible. Yeah, I got goosebumps just thinking about it. It's fucking hard. He's such a sweet guy. Yeah. Yeah, so rest in peace, Vinny Value, man. God bless feel for Yep. Yeah. God bless his family. He had two little girls, right? Yep. Fuck, man. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace, bro. God bless you. Yeah. Well, thank you for everything you shared. Oh, yeah. Good man. Good man. Yeah, look, he's bringing us together again, just, yep. you know, yep. for that, you know. Uh, how'd you like your spaghetti? It's good? It's delicious. Nice, right? Simple yes. spaghetti. Simple. Good. It doesn't have to be all gimmicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like simple. You know, it's like a pizza place. It's got like a great dinner. It's like, yeah, seafood. I'm eating seafood. I'm vegetarian. But my girl, I get the clams sometimes in the shrimp. Yeah. And you smell it when you open it. It's so fresh. Yeah. And then she's like, just a pin nothing. 
Let's see why you like this guy. Come on, man. When you go home, tap it. I make it five for you like. No, he just basically told you to fuck off with his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I'm a big fan of that. Told you to get lost. Because you buy it. Yeah, no, he took the main dish off the table. Animal. When you get to the crunchy part, that's the plate. Yeah, crunchy head. <laughs> I told you, you didn't get the spaghetti. You guys have the table. DFL. DFL, dead fucking last. The West Coast band. Okay. They were around in the nineties. Did MCA play with them for a bit? Yeah, he did. It was, yeah. it was, it was, uh, it was one of the. More, I think it was. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I think it was Ad Rock's brother-in-law. Tom was the singer, and uh, we toured with them a little, quite a bit. Did shows and went to Japan with them. And uh, great guys. They had a song, Pizza Man. They were like real old school sound of like 1981. Like love it, the old school. You know, and the song, you know. Uh, Pizza Man, Pizza Man, Pizza Man, he delivers Pizza Man. Like, Pizza and, uh, you know, put the mic out for he delivers. Yeah. You know, Pizza Man, Pizza Man, Pizza Man, he delivers. That was the best chorus ever. I'd sing that song every night, jump in the crowd. It was great. The kick drum sound was like a, was that a little yeah, yeah, pizza tray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good shit, man. I'm full. Fire Are you? Animal. Yeah. Did you try Sicilian? No. I got good Sicilian. I'm full. Oh, yeah, you should try Sicilian. You got Sicilian? How about I get a Sicilian? No, come on. You're not oh, full. I got to cut it up. No, what am I, child? You're going to make it bite size? You're so skinny. Is it? As, lo- as long as like L&B, but... Yeah, still banging. As long as Jay's here, they'll, they'll cut it up for me. If I come in with the mayor, Jay the bus driver, he's the mayor of a mall. I come in with him, they treat me good. I gotta stay on his good side. This is the last minute thing. You're still on the ship with You see, after bringing you guys here, I might be in trouble. Bringing a couple Brooklyn guys, you know? No, you were in trouble before this. I've been here three times. Yeah, you were in trouble before this. I was in trouble before this. You're fucking up, Greg. I'm fucking up. <laughs> Yeah, well, we also know any new uh, customers here. Got to get run to Weaver. Uh-huh. He's only coming I got in the background checks. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bet them. You got to bet them. I didn't approve. He's got Bundy with him. This looks like a hit to me. I don't know if I'm going to get out of here a lot. Might find me in a parking lot tomorrow morning when the sun comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like broccoli the cannolis. Yeah, broccoli with garlic. I'm a big fan. Wow, you did a great job this year. Thank you. Can we do a strong growing boys? Sicilian slice cut into three parts and chop the tribe one slice. Okay. Maybe you just cut it into three pieces for you to check it out. Even though it's stuff. It's a sick individual. Yeah, you're a sick you're individual. definitely a sick bastard. I told I told him in the car that if, if we didn't get the spaghetti for the table, you'd be shattered. Yeah, that that, that yeah, it would be. We she would see, be bothered. Got it. it would have been got Sicilian. It. I would have been ninety four texts on the way home. <laughs> see, oh, we should have got it. We did it wrong. <laughs> I told I told Craig not to go down with the order with his voice. I said let Jimmy <laughs> order it so they actually put months out on it. <laughs> so they get my mom. Let Jimmy say it. Don't say it. What do you think of uh, pizza wagon, Jay? 
very good. Pizza wagon, right? good shit. Good shit. So I turned him on the pizza wagon. Yeah, out of this? It's classic Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Slice. Okay. I, the thing I said about pizza wagon is that like, pizza wagon's been there for over like, fifty years. The, you know the square. It's a lot cheese heavy. He doesn't like cheese heavy. Yeah, you see now. Oh, wow. <laughs> cheese heavy can be good, but it's not my thing. Sicilian. Yeah, the regular Sicilian. Cheese heavy, you can get away with on a very regular. It kind of kills yes. it. Yes, you know it's a little saucy. I don't mind a yeah. little bit, but too much. Yeah. You see, your pizza wagon is just like this, but without the crack. Oh, yes. Without it's more traditional. It's, like, it's, it's, not, it's not greasy. It's okay. Not, that's not that crack grease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you have two, you're good. Yeah. Orange, orange oil on top? Yeah, it's orange oil. Pizza wagon is good, though. It's so nice and thin, it's good. Yeah. If you drip it on that, bang, you can see it. But it's not going to be that much. Like for me, when I when I think about pizza, I crave for more. To me, it's like I'm on tour and I'm like, I can almost taste it. I'm like, oh man. My nipples stand up, I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> you should have sung when we used to come like once a week. Yeah, every week. Sometimes twice. I, that's when I was like, you know, that's when you saw me on stage and my gut was sticking out further than, further than my uh, my knees. We were in set out recording the album. And we kept going to this place called The Square, which is... The square's on Amore. Sick. The squ- Square on Annandale. It's a square on Annandale on Amore. Listen to me. It's a lot like <laughs> fucking retard. It's a lot like Alan Bay. It's a crack factor. Every time we get it, you know, we were going with This is great. We want to eat like four or five of them. Right? A while back. They were banging out. The ones in the studio were awesome. People are nothing alike. That's a specialty square. It's a traditional... All right, how are you? It's always like a whole deal with you. Is that able to spot? Yeah, it is. Mind yourself. <laughs> Mind myself. <laughs> the last time it was supposed to be me with Richie Cross is 94 people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Armand Noodles, fucking 16 tracks. We got to get Mama Luke here. Mama Luke, but me and him, when we met up at the city, me and Luke, that shit was fucking funny. He's, he's, he's only had a cold. It's not the same cold, you know what I mean? Cool. Cool. That's still pretty good. Oh, still great, but the, the, beauty, the beauty of Amore is there's no glass. Everything comes fresh out of the oven. They serve it right to you, right out of the oven. Right. They'll tell you two minutes. If they're waiting on a pie coming out, they'll tell you two minutes. Right. There's nothing sitting there. Nothing lays around. It's all right. fresh. People don't even say that. You get these, these jerk-off guys coming and do these, like, these like bullshit, one bite like, pizza, you know, fucking whatever, people, whatever. whatever. I don't want to be specific, but yeah, <laughs> is it, yeah. Is it yeah. yeah that guy, that guy comes in, he goes, he never says, oh, there's nothing behind glass, it all came fresh out of the oven. He complains, my score's lower because it's too hot. You know anything about pizza? Obviously not a New Yorker. No, that's. He goes, what are you playing at stadium? Listen, you're not qualified to review New York pizza. You may be qualified to review Boston pizza. Right. You know, I mean, listen, you can like pizza. I'm not saying the guy doesn't have a right, but I'm yeah. saying... I don't go to you Boston don't know New York clam chowder, okay? Yeah. No, and also... <laughs> we don't do that. We gender uh, back yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's new. That's a new one. They got a new one. The one all the way on the right has a half They got brand new signs on the bathroom that says all gender bathroom. So... Female or female. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on the water. Everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome, but you got to go through J first. And all the pies are fresh. Yeah, you just got to get a on the glass. Nothing on the glass. And you can get a beer here, from what I hear. Yeah, you can. You get a nice beverage. Beverage. 
I remember when I first walked in here, I was with, what not with Craig. We got a Baskin Robbins down the block, old school. Who was the one I met when I first came in? Manny? Was it Manny? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I came in here and I was like, oh, my buddy's telling me about it. Manny's no, Mexico. In, no, Manny. No, no. Man. Sal is the guy that's here tonight, the guy at the counter, the Italian guy. And then there's Manny. So those are the two guys that run it and their father's. And, and Manny's Manny. looking at me. He's got like. They administer it. He's got the, like, the clockwork right. arms look at me like I walk in. He's like, you know, and, and I said to him, I was like, oh, my friend sent me here, you know, with the guys from Enziguri. I was like, oh, the guy, the man guy. The man guy. <laughs> so you got, you got, you got, you got Manny and Sal that, that like, you know, are the two guys running the place. Their fathers are the, the owners. And then you got Antonio. Tony, Mexico, the pizza man. All right? And then you got uh, Poland, Andy, who's the other pizza man. Thank you. See, that looks good. It's really good. Thank it you. It doesn't look like leather on the top. No, it's, it's nice. saucy and beautiful. It's saucy and beautiful. That's right. Yeah, you're a twisted individual. Yeah, it's, when it comes like, to this it's like a documentary. Yeah, take a look. Yo, this is going to be a, this is a two-hour podcast of you just talking about pizza and very local things. Let me explain something to you. You, you know, we went to L&B and I gave it his props to you. It was great. No, without a doubt. But, like, you come here, and I'm like, yeah, the best regular pie in the world. Look at the Sicilian and taste it. You know that's good by looking at it. No, without a doubt. That looks retarded. You're going to love it. Try it. I know I'm going to love it. Take it. I'm going to take it. I'm looking. I'm looking. That's nice. Nice and saucy. If we wake up in the morning... I want to see what Craig goes up to me. You made us? Fresh of pressure. 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 Fresh of very impressed. Yeah, it's delicious. Good. Burnt my roof of my mouth a little bit. That's what I'm saying. I it's I'm burning. I'm sure my face in this thing. Jimmy, has a good square, right? Yeah, ridiculous. I do that all the time. Yeah. Those you got to get at least 10 minutes to cool down. This is what I was talking about. That's crack I'm not even letting this like step cool down. Okay. I, I slept on Da Vinci my whole life. My friends yelling me. The kid Steve that was here, who shot the video with us, uh, the cameraman, he's like, Da Vinci's my favorite. This is what Da Vinci's like. The square. Exactly like this. Saucy. Very saucy. But I like sauce. I like sauce. What about a cheese? But you know, not 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 smothered cheese. No sauce. Right. I'm good. Yeah. Fresh like, ones. The best. <laughs> you want a fresh one? Come on, man. The best, Tony. Number one. Two hours of the food review. Oh, good. Thanks. Oh, fuck. Be careful. Oh, hot. Yeah, but you got to shove the rest in while you're still burning. <laughs> I, my, my mouth is fucked. <laughs> No, I can't believe it. Can't you believe it's butter? I can't believe it's not butter. The roof of my mouth or the roof of my mouth dripping. Yeah, I, 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 my skin's definitely coming. I also like discovered like my favorite pizza place in the world, like forty years old. Like you know what I mean? Like when Jay turned me back onto this place. Yeah. Like I ate it before when I was a kid, but it was like passing through. I was like, oh, grab a slice. Mm, that's right. good. But I'm not thinking to myself comparing it. You know what I mean? Right. But like he's like, hey, he's like, you think that place is good? I said something in the podcast about another place in my neighborhood. 
and he called me up and was like kind of giving it to me like what are you talking about what are you, right. I thought you were a Queens guy what are you doing yeah. <laughs> what are you doing what's the like, matter with you I was like yeah I go yeah I'll check it out I go I bet you this other place probably has a better a better Sicilian yeah and, and I took the challenge and as soon as I tasted it I was like what, what are you doing in that place it's I was like gosh I was like you're right I had to give it up to him immediately because he was That's, totally right that looks like a cat left that in the corner yeah I was going to say it looks like a dead animal what's wrong with you the cheese is all off what are you doing? Tony. You're gonna bite it off the paper? You gotta, you gotta ask Lou though. Lou, Lou, Lou comes back with a vengeance. Like, Lou just hates himself. <laughs> <laughs> Lou goes off about uh, you know, he's, he's eating more and more a thing, right? He said. Because he used to work down the block. Back in the, eight, in the 80s, he worked at a rug factory right over here. Right. And he'd come in for lunch all the time. He doesn't find it a big deal? He's just like, yeah, it's pizza. Right. That's the way he feels about all pizza. Right. It's not his thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is his thing, but he's like... It's whatever. You know, he's one of those guys, right? Yeah, some guys did. just hate them. <laughs> yeah, some guys just hate them. Why you give him a mic and he screams at You know, let him... Let him bet. Let him bet. He found his calling. Give him a microphone. He bets. Some people seem to love I make a living with his anger, so I'm complaining too much. Still got to break it up. Just eat the wax paper. That's what I said. You pick it up, you just eat it off the paper. Leprechauns. I'm full now. You're full now? You're looking for dessert five minutes ago. I'm going to take a Pepsi before. Lately, I've been having trouble. I tend to eat so much because I like the food. Yeah. So I eat bigger than my stomach. Gas eggs if you want it. Wait, what do you got? Gas eggs. Gas eggs. No, I'm good for now. But before bed. Tonight, he's going to try dessert. You look a little bloated, kid. You look a little bloated. Let me do the gas eggs. What's that? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? What else yeah, should I talk about? This is actually this is excellent, though. Our 45-minute uh, pizza podcast. What else did you want to cover? Listen, I don't know. This, it's not my show. I mean, it's about our friends. It's my show, but it's, it's uh, you know, floors, you know, it's your episodes. Two and one. It's going to be like two hours of right. you two just yucking right. it up about pizza. Bigfoot. Talk to me about Bigfoot. You believe in Big Feet, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Of course yeah. you do. Why would he lives upstate? He's got that, that place. You, you Bigfoot runs through his backyard. You run away from Sasquatch. I think I, I'd like to say I'd run with Sasquatch, but if I saw him, I'd probably be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw you talking about. It. I saw Big Chris the other night. What a shit There's one right there. His name's Jake. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But um, I'm, in, I'm into that. You know, it's just a it's just a hominid. You know, you know what it is. It's just a hominid. You know what? You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? the yeti? You know what's crazy about about the whole Sasquatch thing? What's they go, crazy? They go, yeah, there's no DNA evidence, right? Right. But it was a guy in upstate New York, in Whitehall, New York, and it was a cabin where it supposedly used to go, and, and like you know, every night it would like mess with the the cabin when people would stay there. Right. So what the guy did was one guy that was staying there on purpose, like he would like fuck with people. He would just go there because it was like in the middle. Little woods, the cabin, you could only get to it with like ATVs. Okay. So you go in real far, 
you leave her a nice tip? So you go in as cheap bastard, this guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you had to, right, we had to wear the kind of rough, we had to kind of force it out of him. Ah, my arm. Yeah, let's well, start. When he's going to throw it I know what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Take him out. Did you ever have a, let's see, a waitering job or anything? Uh, my first job. No, I'm sure I, I, like I, 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 yeah, I, did, I did. I did wait staff, which is light waitering. Yeah. I used to like white glove service. I go to people's houses and cook them dinner. Hey, wait, uh, did you ever have to do a table or a catering job? All of that. It, it was in a country club. We were the extra hiring for a country club that had a staff. So when they had big events, we'd come in. But also, then what would happen is when they wanted somebody, the people who worked for the country club couldn't go to the members' houses. So they'd hire us because we were the like extra staff that they would hire, like, you know, a la carte. So How old were you when you were doing this? I was doing this like 20 years ago, 15 years ago. My brother had a company doing that. So he would be like, hey, you want to work when you're not on tour? And I'd be like, yeah, why not? So I'd pick up extra money. The money was good. And I was helping my brother out because I would help him when I'd go on the job. I would like make sure people didn't dick around and do stupid shit. I'd be like, yo, you know, you could do your thing. We would drink on the job back then and all that. But you couldn't be like, yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, that was that was my last game yeah. job. I got you, you couldn't be fucked up to the people, but like you could like you know. I got fired you for could, drinking. Oh, you could bang them out of the door just as long as nobody catches you. Yeah. Yeah. Right, <laughs> so to speak. Keep it on the wraps. Yeah. My first job, I was like 13, 14 years old. I did the uh, bus boy for like thirty five bucks and that whole shift. You know, whole party, catering home, sheep said they Brooklyn. Awful, awful job. Awful. Bus I would never ride. be able to yeah. do it. Two a.m. You know, freshman in high school, coming out of work two a.m. on a Thursday night. Kind of rough. This, and, this was easy though. And then later on, I kept doing. You know, rise up to doing private events and then being away from there. And, and I had, at the end of it, I had someone blow their nose, you know, in a napkin and put it in my hand. And I was like, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I got fired for drinking in the job. So like, I've gotten fired for drinking later. a couple I, jobs. I, I acted like a like a. I acted like an English English corpse. You know what I mean? I was just a very straight faced. Would you like this, sir? Would you like this, ma'am? I was like very professional, you know. And, uh, <laughs> it went well. I did bartend. You do this. I would do those private jobs. It was nice because I'm pretty friendly. Yeah. You know, I make friends easily. So I'd go into somebody's house. I they'd have they'd, they'd bring all the food and I'd cook it and they'd have to, like cook a nice meal. And you're like, wow, you know how to cook that? Yeah. I know. I'd have to make them like weird shit, like roasts, crown, crown rack of lamb. I'm a vegetarian, but I'm making all this stuff because it's for pay. Right. Everybody, hold on one second. Roast potatoes with the. All right, the fellows are leaving. And so the young lady. I'll see you. Hey, how you doing? They're just saying goodbye, so uh, we're gonna have to wait a minute. Yeah, thanks for listening, kids. Give us a second. So. Craig, I want to tell you a little, hey, little, little, little uh, catering ball story. Um, Jay, let me off the hook, Jay. Come on. Full time safe. I got to speak to the king. We'll talk. We'll talk. So, I'm working this this private catering. So, no, you're both talking about being bus boys. Yeah, that was all right. But I was talking about big fucking guy. Oh yeah, but I want to tell you a little story. We're all over the place. That was the broccoli. It's very good. Go on. Wow. I know, I didn't have wow, Sicilian, you know, that's a Sicilian. is when the cheese is on top. When it's a square. Yeah. A square is a Brooklyn thing. It's the cheese underneath and the sauce on top with a little bit of Parmesan on top. Right. That's the difference. Tell anyone that doesn't know that. You know what I mean? 
So here they have Sicilian, which is the mozzarella on top of the cheese. But when we went to L&B for the first part, it's opposite. it's opposite, which is in Queens, they basically call that an upside down Sicilian. Right. But technically, it's a Brooklyn square. It's a Brooklyn specialty. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's delicious. The, the key is you put a lot of sauce on top, so it's nice and wet on top. And that sauce is like real succulent. And you got to get the right kind of dough going. You can even make it airy, airy and, and, and tall, or you can make it where it's a little, a, a little, a little piece of it doesn't get cooked right in the center, but the rest of it around it is airy, and then you go in easy, it crunches, and then you get to a gooey, and that mixes with the center, and that's where the LMB was, which is amazing. You have to do the Yeah. Now that I tried this, this square, you have to do the Vinci. I'll try it all. It's going to be sick. I I'm gonna, you know something after today that I got to go on a diet, because I lost a bunch of weight when I came home from tour. Gained and now you're like a half a half last, the last two weeks, I've been busy <laughs> doing stuff, so I gained it all back. And my thing is, once I start eating like without thinking about it, I eat, up. I eat a lot of, I eat way too much. It becomes yeah. Bigfoot. I, yeah. We become the Yeti. But anyway, so listen. So they, <laughs> back to that story. So in White Home, New York, there's this cabin people rented. So one guy said, you know something? I'm going to get proof of this thing. So what the guy did was he took plywood and he put it on the porch because the thing would go up on the porch and like knock the chairs over. So they didn't know if it was a different animal or whatever, right? Who knows, really? You know, they saw it out the window, but people, nobody believes what you tell them unless CNN tells you that they saw it, and right. if, you know, like uh, Fox News or whatever. So, right. you know, if you're one of those jerk-offs that only believes in TV, you can go fuck yourself. Hey, oh, someone just got fucking angry, bro. No, I'm just, I'm just face it. Stop. I'm just laying it out. I'm just making <laughs> the multimedia. Wow. Come on, I'm trying to make you laugh. He'll text me the other Jerry, don't watch it. They're repeating footage. <laughs> They're repeating footage, Jerry. <laughs> stop. Stop. So, uh, so this guy puts a plywood, and he puts screws in it, short screws, right? Okay. So this thing came up, stepped on the screws, right? Obviously jumped back or something to hurt its foot. Right. And the guy it's had... It's Bigfoot. Bigfoot. And then the guy had... And he put, he put, <laughs> there was he, no way for him to avoid the screws. He put, apple, he put apples by the door Dude, so the thing would come up again. Apples? Apples. Put apples by the door come up again. So they got the they got the DNA from this thing, right? And the hair. So they sent it to a lab, independent lab. You know what the lab comes back with? The female DNA is human. The male DNA is an unknown species. In other words, it, on, on Earth, they don't have it in the DNA banks. Right. Because it's unidentified. So it was a female Bigfoot. It was a it was a most female human DNA. The female side of the DNA. I think that's mitochondria, or is that the male side? I get confused. The one type, the female... Ribosomes. The, 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 endoplasmic reticulum. The mother's DNA was... was, was, was mitochondria. Was, 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 was what female, the fuck was, was The powerhouse of the cell. It is. The DNA identified as wow. a human female, unknown father, not, not in the data bank. Of, uh, so you know what they said? It doesn't prove anything. We don't know what it is. If, it, if it's an undiscovered species, how the fuck are you going to know what it is if the DNA is not in the data bank? Right. So it's like a catch-22. Yeah. So they're like, well, we don't know what it is. Okay. So what, what they what So maybe they, I just discovered something, Hammer. Yeah, so you keep that DNA, right? And a couple other, other, there were other times where the DNA's been gotten in a similar fashion. A little bit of blood, a little bit of hair. You guys said booby traps. But there was a few other instances where it even, a lot of times it comes up inconclusive because it's really hard to get it right. People pick it up and then it's ruined. Right. right. But there was another instance or two where it came up the same thing. Female, human, unknown father. So they don't, where, you, where, where are you getting this information? So nobody puts the two, nobody says, hmm, let's test that unknown father with this unknown father. Yeah, all they need to do is do that. 
They, yeah. don't, they don't do it. You know why? Why? Because they're fucking jerk-offs and they're all afraid. Why, it'll blow the lid off or something? No, it's just, something, you know, it's like... Listen, they're all jerk-offs and they're all afraid. Listen, listen, you got some giant fucking thing running around that's half-human. It's a big deal. It is. It's a big thing. How about and they got they to redo, redo the whole, like, you know, the whole uh, uh, chronology of man. What about old Nessie? You know what I mean? The whole, yeah, too much work. It throws that whole thing in shit. You know, I, I know, I know archaeologists, and they, you know, they're like... No archaeologists? They're, 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 Plural? Well, I know one archaeologist, but their, okay. style, their style is, this is this, don't make me have to go and study again, we already, we got this now, just leave it be. Right. We got our theory, don't fuck with it. Same with, like, Egypt. We got our theory, don't fuck with it. Wait, what, Egypt? Yeah, so we got our theory, don't fuck with it. Yeah, I don't care. I get it. I don't care, you know, I don't care where you're coming from. Wait, wait, what about old Nessie? I don't know much about that. Come on, I don't, I don't, be so American, boy. You gotta know about Bigfoot, but nothing about Nessie. I, I hardly put any time, people ask me about that, the moon landing, I, I never put any time into that, so I don't so really have an in? opinion. Or moon landing? No, don't call Ian. You won't be able to understand the word. <laughs> if you want to know about like about actors, you know about like obscure actors, call Ian. Yeah, he'll tell you. Nothing but not old messy old lockdowns. Let me he'll say something you won't understand. <laughs> oh, 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 like, he's like, a brummy. You can't understand the Loch Ness monster. Looks like a half a brontosaurus. No, I think it's like probably some Dems. kind of some kind of giant eel or something like that. An eel? No, I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. But anyway, this whole Bigfoot thing. I love. First of all, I love those shows. I love that this thing exists. It's been. You watch Ancient Aliens? It's been ten. I'll get. I got a story about that in a minute. I'm sure you do. There'll be there, all he is. There's ten. There's tens of thousands of sightings. He's there's high on pizza. There's photos. There's photos. There's photos. Yeah, Starch is kicking in. I'll be asleep in twenty minutes. Stop! <laughs> so, so they, you know, they got they got videos, they got photographs, they got DNA, they got everything. But until Fox News tells people, "Hey, look what we have," nobody's gonna believe it. Right? But it is there. Yeah. You know, right. it is there. All right. You know? But is it really? Yeah, it's really there. Yeah. And people say, "Oh, we would have found devil's it." Would have found it. Yeah. Guess what? Pandas were found in the eighteen. Whatever, but before that, they had all kind of bones. They had all this stuff. You know what Americans said? Where's the proof? Right here. Here's the bones. Here are the photos. But here's this. Here's the, no, we need proof. In other words, until they get a body, pandas didn't exist. What about Area 51 this year? Like last year, 2019, when they revealed that it's actually a place. Government said yes. Yes, and everyone was like, "Oh, well, there's a storm there," and they didn't storm it. But now that they announced it. So what are your feelings on that? You know, that's a place where they probably had some stuff going on. Like, uh, if, if you have a thinking brain that isn't crippled by the material world you live in, and if you're not completely a brainwashed sheep, you realize that life exists. And the proof of that is this conversation we're having right now. So life is not the exception. It's the rule. It's the constant. People just are so brainwashed by the system that tries to get them to look down instead of up and generate money because they're basically a slave population through the monetary system. This is what I write songs about. This is what hardcore's about. Right. It's also the topic of the new slavery on the new single. Yeah, people don't, to sleep so people don't realize. Yes. A- a- Produced by Jerry Fox. A- aliens 
show them what you want. Consciousness exists. It's not it's not localized. In other words, it doesn't exist inside your head. Consciousness doesn't come from your brain. All your brain is the receiver that's picking up the consciousness is picking up and honing into what you are, what we ultimately are. Before you were born, after you were born, you were conscious energy. Right. And that's what this all is. So what do you think happens? What's an alien? Just, it's just, it's just consciousness. can't be created. Uh, destroyed. Consciousness. Exactly. 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 Right, so what it's, a thousand percent, it's a thousand percent guaranteed. There's no. If you really think on this, there's no other way. It can't be any other way. What do you think happens when you tap? When you when you die when you tap out when you okay, die. Well, I think you your um, like your body you leave your body. Now here's the question. Do you have any consciousness? Yeah, I think you totally do. But do you identify as Jimmy? Maybe at first because you're so used to this material imprint. But as time goes on, you just become. And time doesn't even exist when you die. But the concept of time has to wear off because you're so used to being embodied as a human in the human condition. We see time as linear because we perceive ourselves to have a birth and a death. And in a sense, Jimmy has a birth and a death. I think the reality is what embodies Jimmy is 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 has no time. It's simply. Is it just simply is? First I cause the Godhead. I think that. I think that. Do you remember? Do you remember when? Hold on one second. You still here? You still here? There's never been deeper words said. You nailed it. You still here? I'm making sure to take when I make it fight. Nice. So, do you remember what it was like like before you were born? That's what I think it's like after you tap. Yeah, basically, yeah. That's what I think. That you were, you know, were, and then you like, like the police said, we're, we're spirits in the material world. Simple, simple concept. People don't really think about this. I thought you meant cops for a second. That's like everything, though. That's really the basis of everything. You know I, mean? I don't think people think about it because it's crippling. If you think about it too much, it becomes like, well, what's the point of anything? Because it's going to end in this type of scenario. So, most people say, I'm just going to put my head down. I have so much. I mean, I definitely blame the society type of scenario we listen live in. But I think that some of it when taking a look at yourself and looking at your place in the universe and understanding even I can't even understand the vast ever expanding universe. So to do that our brains aren't our capacity of our brains cannot fathom or grasp that. I understand. Like the so concept like, of so infinity is we, we as humans we cannot grasp that. The thing is with that we are, we're always trying to logically control things. When you think in things in that term, you gotta you gotta fly by feel more than by sight, so to speak. Yeah. It's like you gotta you gotta you gotta use different like you gotta feel and pick up well, as opposed to lock down because the stuff we're talking about doesn't exist here in the material realm. It's not bone. It's not marble. You know what I mean? Right. Well, let's talk about that in just a general music term. Non. It's non-material. Like people connect to your playmates, right? They connect to the sound. Well, the way you do this, you play bass, and I love your band, I love this, or something, right? And really what you're doing in actuality is you're standing on a stage or in a recording studio. Things. Not even so much channel. You're pulling you're songs out of the ether that you when you write a song, you're pulling it out of but the ether. But then you're already out physically there. all you're doing is moving air particles. Air particles hitting up against each other, then they're spreading apart. That's the science behind it. You're creating waveforms. Some complex, some simple, depending on the instrument. But people connect with 
So what is it that makes people connect to that particular thing? Is it, is it the sum of the parts, or is it the people behind it, or is it that they grab the idea out of ether and it's supposed to be conveyed to everyone? You know, I'm a big believer in the fact that I don't think it comes from a person. I think it, it's it chooses. There. It chooses the person. The person can either choose to have the idea. The person receives it. Or, yeah, or they move on. The, the idea will move on. So like, we're just a vessel for sure. So you ever have an idea for something, and then all of a sudden someone does it years later, and you're like, oh, that was my idea. Yeah, because the idea moved on. Right. You know, you didn't put it to fruition, so it moved on. You know what I mean? So I think that's... You're pulling things from the Akashic Records. It's like the hard drive of the universe. If all that ever happened, will happen, or did happen. Thoughts, everything. Okay. And it's non-material, so it takes up no space. You understand what I mean? I don't. I it's, exactly. it's beyond thought in a way, because the brain is just like a receiver. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, like me, I'm like, you know, Craig, the part that's here. It's like I had, it's like I had a hamper with a couple of socks and shirts in it that I needed to wash. It's not the whole fucking dresser. You understand right. what I mean? I do. It's just washing a little piece. That was good. Craigism. Washing a little piece. Yeah, that was a little Craigism. Pretty cool. Yeah, he's some really puts it. Craigism. Pretty good. Yeah. My mouth in the roof of my mouth is, has a booster on oh, it. Yeah, you're in. I mean, you're in. You got it. It worked. It worked. The whole plan it worked. Yeah, I did. It it it's good. If you don't leave without a blister, it's, it's right behind this. It's going to hurt for about five, six days. Yeah, a minute. It's now into your consciousness and yeah. follow you into whatever like, the afterlife would be. Like, when you write a song, you're just channeling stuff. I'll tell you what, like Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. That whole story is so horrible. What a sad With his daughter and all the people on board. Dude. So sad. <laughs> Nine people, two yeah. kids. But just like with 9 11, you know how before 9 11 happened, a bunch of people, like, talked about it. Album covers. It was like it's like out there because time is not linear. There's a cartoon from a helicopter crash, and in the cartoon it was on Comedy Central. I forget the name of the cartoon. Yeah, they pulled it. They pulled it today. And and, and and the guy goes, "Look, Kobe Bryant to a crashed helicopter," which is, it's you know, at the time it was just being silly. This was in 2016 or 17. He didn't start talking about his helicopter publicly until 2018 in an interview he did. So maybe somehow these people knew about it beforehand. It's possible. Well, Simpsons does it all the time. Yeah. Simpsons constantly has it. Because they're, you know, they're out there thinking. My point is, this, this stuff, like, either people have inside knowledge, but a lot of times, time isn't linear. There's no past and there's no future. There's only now. Your consciousness is just a moment. You don't have a concept of past and present. Like now you think of yesterday, last year, you think of tomorrow. But really, when you think about it, what have you ever experienced in your life besides now? You've only ever experienced the moment. It's only now, right now. And then two minutes later, it's right now. And you look, you look back been on the caretaker, Mr. Torres. Yes, exactly. exactly. You've always been in the now. So the past was just now. But here's the thing. In reality, all of these things are happening at once, but in the human experience, we can't process that with our brains. And, and you didn't do acid for like half your life? I did some acid. First time I met Craig, we smoked the, the blunt and drank a 40 in the back of the shutdown recording. I probably and then we sang off. like, yeah, yeah, we were in the back of like some studio in the city. And I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had a drink or anything like that in uh, 18 years. So. Yeah. I'm 11. My point is, my point is, I'm a little over five. Think about it. You've only been in now. There is no past. I mean, you can look back on now, then. Right. But it's 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 and, and, and you perceive it as before because you're getting older. 
that's a memory, but in reality, Which is everything's happening all at once because there's really no time. We can't grasp that. I can't really put that down in a mathematical equation for you, but instinctively, I know it. I feel it through meditation, and that's what it is. And that makes me calm down because I got nothing to worry about. And guess what? If you do die and everything becomes completely black like it never existed, absolute nothingness, you're not going to know. You're not going to know. But here's the thing. If the real end game, what you come from, what you go to is nothing, then nothing would be. Right. Chew on that for a while. Oh, I've, I've, I think about that shit all the time. quiet an hour a day and think on that with the lights off, sitting there controlling your breathing. Yeah. You'll start to understand <laughs> I'm not super smart, but that's, I, that's why I think I'm, willing, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to let my instincts do what they're supposed to do. All right. That's why I think people... Thank you. Thank you. That's why I think people love music live, music on a recording, because it puts them in the moment. Like, when you're sitting there, although maybe introspective at times or reflective, but when you're at a show and you're in you're in that room, it's a very weird concept. Pulls you closer to the reality of the moment. Like, like, absolutely. Well, well, but there's also a vibe. Like especially like at a that, hardcore show, there's a vibe of everyone is kind of on the same the, level. On the same level. Everyone, like, yeah. Whether it be you know, like a weird vibe tonight, it's like you know, but like everybody's the, pulling on the same the same frequency. It's beautiful. Yeah. Because exactly. And so the, as a kid, what a thrill. Oh god. It's, exactly. Yeah. Why do you think I did this my whole life? Such a thrill. Yeah. Love it. Whenever, whenever, whenever I get whenever I get routine with it. And I feel like, oh, I've been doing this my whole life. My knees hurt. Maybe on stage, my knee will be able to heart bother me at a show or something. My ears are ringing. Maybe, I, maybe my hands hurting from playing like, you know, 200, 200 shows that year or whatever. I think to myself, remember when you were fucking like thirteen? This is all you wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, you know, so okay, all this, all this, all this BS. My hand hurts. This and that. I'm like, come to territory, like, man. Dude, I'm in like fucking Bulgaria playing like a sold out room, and people are going crazy. Like, no matter how tired. I am. I'm like, remember how fortunate you are. I mean, it's a beautiful that, that was yeah. what was blowing my mind this week by listening to old uh, recordings of, of Benny Gali, like listening to Rocks the Party, and remembering that when I was 17 years old and drinking 40s or 64 ounces and listening to the record and laughing and going to their shows and like that's where I, I didn't know him. You know what I mean? And what I listened to today, it's still... It affects me the same it comes way. Out, it comes, that time my life comes alive in my memory. But I'm in the moment listening to him, even though he's in the past, I'm hearing how he's affected my life. Then when I get to know him, now I know the person who is behind the voice or behind the snare sound. And behind that part that I love so much, I would show to other people, you know, look what I discovered, look what I found. You know, and I think that that's the human like connection that explains a further like surrounding thing, a surrounding yes. entity. I have no proof of heaven, but I have a proof of a connection here. You know, I can't tangibly prove love to people, but I can show you that it exists. Yeah, exactly. Love is something you can't prove, but what is it? It's the most powerful thing there is. Right. The things that really matter, you can't necessarily prove. Like a love of pizza. Well, there's, there's like 94 different kinds of love, too. You know I mean? One of them is a more. I mean, you, you can get a gut like this right here, but you know, right. One is the love. I like that, right? 
brought it full circle right there. You know what Amore means in Italian? Love means love. That's right. Oh my God. What are you, Greek Jerry? It means love in Italian. Easy, easy. Yeah, we went from Italian. Happy Apollo. We were all over the place. So, you know, trifecta of Catholicism. There you go. Small Harry Rohold. So, that guy listened to all, like, I listen to all kinds of music, you know? But sometimes I listen to, like, I listen to a lot of, like, a lot of music has a lot of feel, you know, different styles. Sure. All depends on my mood. When I listen to, I listen to some old hardcore still. Not all the time. I'll throw on some old classic hardcore. Like? Minor Threat Discography. Bad Branch Walker said. Agnostic Front Victim in Pain. I listen to this stuff. It moves me. United Party. Jimmy does get moved by Minor Threat. Moves me like crazy because I hear. Being Being a guy who's done this his whole life, this shit it's, I can feel what they're doing. The way they're playing, you think about different timings you were playing with different people. Yeah. And you weren't really good Absolutely. yet, but you made some kind of weird magic. And you listen back to it and you're like, oh man, we were like, you can feel it. I mean, it's, it's, it's dripping with emotion. It's, it's dripping time with the place. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it, it's That's like, like Victim in Pain. Victim in Pain is just screams that time, that ever. screams pain. Yeah. It, and, 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 and all of it screams like, it's like the human experience yeah. in the time it's great. Without a doubt, and that's why it sounded like yeah. it needed to be made. It needed to be made because it's it, like it, when they were making it, it was like, oh, what's this going to do for us in 30 years? It doesn't. No. It, it, it was like, no right now. Yeah. It's almost like what would come out if you cut somebody's arm off. You know what I mean? Cut, what? cut stigma's arm off. Victim bang comes out. It's like it's like oh, it's like right to the fucking point. You know, you, it, it's, it's out there. He just he, it just gets channeled. You know what I mean? Right. Run, stigma, like, run, 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 stigma, run. It's like some serious shit. No, I feel it. I get it. Like that's that's the way I kind of like. That's why sometimes with music, like you know, like I sing. You know, yeah. Sometimes a little sloppy can be good. Some of those tracks we did on the last record, the bass tracks, they're not perfect. No. But you hear them come. Yeah. They're screaming at you. It's like you're like, no, leave it, leave it. I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's, I can lock it in better. Like, no, leave it, leave it. You listen to it with the drums. You listen to it by itself. You hear a little pixel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like, listen to it with the drums. And then we'll put the guitar on low. I'm like, yeah, leave it. Yeah. And it's old school. Yeah. It's got it, it, it gets overproduced. And it's not supposed yeah. to be perfect. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing. A lot of people cut it up thinking that it needs to be like machine because they're competing with other styles of music that are programmed in machines. Like, like, but it's yeah. not supposed to be that. To me, it's like I wait till the thing jumps off the paper, until the thing speaks to me. All of a sudden, it makes me pay attention. Like I said in the car, I said yeah. something that makes me pay attention. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I've done it a good way or the yep. bad way? You know what I mean? It has to make me pay attention. I've done albums where I was, I, you know, did my tracks until I got them absolutely perfect, and they're not, it's not necessarily bad. In some instances, on some songs, it's really good because it's just like it's like a razor blade but then sometimes do you have any you have any uh, examples of stuff that's really dead tight yes uh, a lot of call to arms was dead tight on the bass okay uh, just different albums different songs like like uh um that that album um, yours truly was like very we like I had my shit dialed in for that every break with me and Armand with the guitar everything was like we were very we very much organized that album but then we did like the last album we weren't even ready to do it but listen how it came out I think it came out great yeah it's, been, it's, it's, it's ripping it's so tight but it's ripping you know yeah because I mean? when we did this record like we did that pre-production for the songs right we did lots of pre-production with the vocals but when it came to the stuff I was like if you want to go over here I'm going to write it we're going to write 
right to go, Jerry. We're gonna we're gonna put it. And we pull. He goes, "What do you think of that?" I'm like, ah, yeah, I think you got something. You gotta go further. And he'd go further. Oh, I like that. I like that. And then we'd move on. Like we take sections and say, well, we, you know, we always refer to it as like a, so our favorite players. Like, is that a little MCA or a little Keezer Butler? Is that you know, it's a little Daryl right there. You I know, got, and I, it's, got, it's, I got my James Jameson on with the Bulls song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do, 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 do. I got to do those all those Which bass lines. Had the and, funniest and looking I, title before. Yeah, I, I don't
So I just fucking dropped my drawers and just was like feeling all loose and rubbery. You know, took my hat, put it on stuff backwards and just fucking oh, thank you. I need to breathe more, you know what I mean? I need some air. And it worked. Yeah, so you gotta yeah, take your pants off. Yeah. Especially right. those lyrics at the end. Those lyrics at the end. Yeah, Cause I've been drinking cold broth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See right there, you gotta get egg there. Yeah, you gotta right. egg there right there. Cold broth. Yeah. I've been drinking cold broth. But that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's a line though. I know. Craig and Pete. I know it's a line. Craig and so Pete hot. So hot. You gotta drink it. Cold. They, they basically they're like they tell people about my work and that helps so much me as like you know producer like trying to like carve out a living in a career you know they know what it's like you know carving out a living in a career and like I just finished like we listening to the car this band dragged in Dave uh, Dave Fenton from up in Toronto okay. he hooked me up with them and he's like oh mix them oh, Dave uh, yeah Dave dude, the, the guitar tech uh, What's the nickname? <laughs> What's your nickname? Uh, Rapey Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Rapey Dave. He looks kind of rapey. He's a good guy. Don't get me wrong. But he looks. If you look at him, this guy looks pretty rapey. I listen. I listen to. Uh, creepy. You know? I listen to a bunch of tracks on the way here, and I like it. That's good. Yeah, yeah I like it. Like I had fun mixing them because they have like a good. Dragged in from Toronto. Yeah, and it's and I got that because Pete, you know, they got that, and they were like, "Hey, I listen to records. Like, I gotta mix this guy." And it came out good. It came out good. Nice. You know, did you guys do that? You guys. Say like, hey, you do good work. You know, you keep it going. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I, ch- I, I, I started using. I changed my bass equipment live for the first time in like since the 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into details, but I, right. I, I actually use. Can't give up the secrets. But I use completely different. Not completely different, but I changed my head. Okay. Which is like something I never thought I was doing. So that, that head was a backbreaker. It took me months to get it together, though, like to get it to sound the way I wanted to. But now I'm much happier with it. You know. All right. And. Uh, but in the studio, I use uh, I use old reliable, old reliable red. And, uh, that, that head you have, nice. yes, that SVT. It's like an old, old SVT, like a '60s SVT. It sounds fucking great. Yeah, and the cab, the cab, I really the cab we use a lot. Old cab. That was Dion's from uh, Last Stand. Yeah, it's shut older. Down. It's an older one. Yeah, he used to take that on tour. Shut that to Japan. Like those things are backbreakers. They make they make the. The Ampeg Classic 810 cabinet. Okay. Now the one, the Classic used to be made with real wood, you know, tightly put together. The wood was dense. <coughs> the speakers were of a certain type. So then they moved to <coughs> to making their stuff outside the U.S. And the ones that are called Classic now are made with press board, a lesser quality speaker with a, a crappier cone. Mm-hmm. So now when you want to get the old, what you when you want to get what, what a guy like me from the 80s would consider it, or you know, even a 70s style classic Ampeg 810 cabinet. You're not getting that. You're not getting that if you buy one new. You have to buy the one that's called, uh, 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 what's the one I have? Uh, 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 not vintage. Uh, uh, the ones I have with the silver. Uh, Don't draw a blank now, kid. Come on. Scully. Wake up. The stars. The stars. You're about to crash. Yeah. I'm crashing. You're crashing. crashing. Your eyes are slit. Your eyes are like almond shaped right now. <laughs> it's not vintage. It's a uh, uh, heritage. Okay. Heritage. So you, now you got to buy the Ampeg. If you're going to buy a new Ampeg cabinet, you got to buy the heritage. Because they say, oh, made with real wood, denser, uh, uh, wood's more dense. These type of speakers, which are upgraded, it's basically how they used to make them when they made them really good. Yeah. You know? All right. Tidbits of information. Tidbits. This is sort of look pretty closing up time. How you play has to do with your hands a lot, too. We gotta pick up how you approach the instrument. Alright, well, listen. This was fun. This was fun. So, so to recap, 
recap from 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 Ellen Beater now. We went all over the map from Yeti to Spumoni. <laughs> do we all agree that that the two pizza places we had are the two of the the best pizza places? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, I mean, in my opinion, those two pizza places make the top three in New York City. Okay. Yeah. My, my third would be Square and Square and Annandale. Square and Annandale is amazing. I'm pretty much doing pizza wagon is is right there, but it's a different different thing. Different thing. I'm always my number one because I love this place. I gotta say, LMB is coming in at number two. It's yeah, right. Delicious. Yeah, and, and only two because it's a different thing. This is my right. home spot. This is right. Of course, yeah, there's nothing <laughs> like it. But listen, right. both of them, I sweat love when I eat them. I sweat love. Jerry, tell me your social medias before we get out of here. Uh, yeah, thejerryfarley.com, thejerryfarley at anything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. Craig, all the Jerry Farley. Craig, we got sick of it all, NYC. Uh, on Instagram. On Instagram. We have a Facebook, I don't know what it is. Just type in sick of it all, S-O-I-A-N-Y-C on Twitter, and follow Craig Ahead on Instagram at Craig, Craig Ahead. Ahead. And follow my deal, the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. You gotta get that check on there. I mean, how with that, Jerry. Get a blue check. No, we gotta get, we gotta get Craig ahead verified. I got over 8,000. It should work. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what is Remember it? I told you about There's, all, there's a whole bunch of things. You gotta help me, Jerry. Jerry? I mean, why are you looking at me calling me Jerry? No, you know why? Because I help him starch. Starch is coming hard. I'm getting confused. Staring at me calling me Jerry. He really needs a nap. Get me out of the bush. You're not to a cop. acid in the middle of the night. He's gonna be freaking out. Put a splint on me and throw me on a cot. Drag me out of the bush. I'm over here now. I'm over here now. I'm over here now. Later, people.